0: Hello. Hey, what's up, dude? Uh, what's going on with you? Oh, not too much. Uh, am I blowing out your eardrums or am I too soft? Can you hear me okay? Yeah, you're fine. Cool. What about Matt? Matt. Hello. Up. Hello. 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 Hey, Matt. Hey, what's going on, man?
1: Not too much. What, watching these naked girls in the bathtub again. That, that's fine. You know, it's, it's...
0: <laughs> it's a perfect Valentine's Day movie. Wouldn't you agree? <laughs> oh, <laughs> we say, we I agree.
1: Save
2: it. Yeah. Save it. <laughs> <laughs> We're already recording, so there's Are no we... need to save oh, it. Okay, we don't need you <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs>
0: Dude, it's a perfect
2: Valentine's Day movie. Actually, it kind of is. Yeah. Yeah, I have to agree with you on this one. Orgasm equals
0: love. Therefore, it's a perfect fucking Valentine's Day movie. And then she ends up trying to kill you. It's about the same. Well, that's what marriage <laughs> is like. <laughs>
1: well, well, if I'm going to get churned so, to dust by a succubus, it might as well be these three is all yeah. I'm saying. I think I'd die a happy man. You so, know. So real quick,
2: we're never going to let the wives hear this episode, right? Define never. Because that crack about marriage is
0: going to get you killed. Eh, they'd probably say the same thing about me. (laughs) Well, happy Valentine's Day, everybody.
1: Anyone who isn't dead or from another plane of existence would do well to cover their ears right about now.
2: My personal view is that it's naughty disgusting, degrading, ghastly, speedy,
3: truly imperialistic, and generally nauseating. They are unbelievably naughty. regard them as disgusting, nasty, horrible, without any kind of merit. I just do not believe that any allegedly cultural activity which strikes at the roots of culture is to be applauded. They represent nothing, to my mind, enduring, decent, or worthwhile. I just do not believe that they contribute anything worthwhile to inflict themselves upon society at large. I would like to see somebody
4: very, very large, exceedingly deep hole and drop the whole bloody off down it. You know, I think uh, the whole world will be vastly improved by their total utter non-existence.
5: P-S-R-O-P-E-S! Cinema PsyOps with Hort and Matt.
0: Hello and welcome to Cinema Psyops. You are now listening to a very new and improved feministic and very, very non misogynistic show. We will not be commentating on any type of movie that could be perceived in any way, shape, or form as misogynistic or looking down upon women or anything like that.
2: When are we going to get to the titties?
0: Oh, you son of a bitch. You ruined it. Uh Oh.
2: All right. What what was I doing?
0: uh, Well, you know, we were going to...
2: boobies. Yeah,
0: I know. Boobies, Court. Boobies. For our Valentine's Day episode, pulled freshly from the stack, Nightmare Sisters, by our current and reigning champion of guesting Gary Hill. What's up, buddy?
1: I got your stack right here, buddy. That's all I'm saying. <laughs>
0: Speaking of stacks, hold these ladies, oh, whoa, whoa! We're going to be sexist as shit. We can't help it. Yeah,
2: I mean, this whole oh this, this is what life is now.
0: Yeah, this is this is just where we live. We're stuck in the 80s. It's USA up all night, 24-7 on this fucking show right now. All night. <laughs> this is how I first saw Nightmare Sisters.
2: Oh, I was up all USA night? USA up all night. I've never seen this before. It
0: was before. a very Different version of the film, and I still enjoyed it. Mm, okay. And the Vinegar Syndrome disc that I have actually has the "quote unquote" television version, oh. which is the girls playing in lingerie on a bed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no. In, instead of being completely nude. Okay, I mean. And in a bathtub. Oh, if it's all right. Yeah, it's all good. I mean, there's You didn't say thirteen-year-old Court sure did like Nightmare <laughs> Sisters when he saw it on USA Up All Night in the edited version. Beautiful. He's a man now. <laughs> no, it wasn't this film, but that <laughs> film is being released to Blu-ray soon. <laughs> And I may buy it just so we cover it. I don't want to spoil the surprise. Uh, I can't wait. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Gary pulled this from the stack. This was his choice. Why in particular Nightmare Sisters, Gary, besides boobs?
1: Well, well much much like you said, uh, I saw this on USAF Bullet as well. The The television version, which like you said, the added scenes too, because it's only 75 minutes long. And, you know, something else is very long. in the actual theatrical version or VHS version, I don't know if this came to theaters and I really don't care. I'm not going to do that kind of research because, you know, it's, it's just there. It's, it's it's amongst the echelon of what, what I call... A, my, my big three, and probably your big three as well: um, Michelle Bauer, a Quigley, and Brink Stevens. Them, Mr. Dakota, and Jim Wynorski basically helped me uh, make me the great perverted man that I am today. And I, I, I herald them. You know, well Lloyd Coffin's up there too. But you know, it, it's it's hard it's hard to pick just one. Much like these ladies, it's hard to pick just one. So th- there you go. I would
0: refuse to pick just one, but I could narrow it down to just two, and we'll get to that later on. We're uh, not gonna we're not gonna do uh, that now. Oh oh yeah, sorry, it's just not gonna happen that way. I'm interested.
1: Yeah, th- yeah Rhonda Shear took away a lot of my Joe Bob Briggs time, unfortunately, because they, they she showed a lot more of these kind of movies on her show. So
0: I had VCRs at my access that I could record two different channels did, and watch a third. Did Rhonda Shear do
2: anything for you guys back in you, you, the younger days? No
0: matter how yes. much I wrote and begged,
2: she wouldn't do a damn thing <laughs> for me.
0: Exactly, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, well, this no. is so horrible. We're so bad.
2: Oh, my old man always had a subscription to Playboy. And one year she was in it. And I, that was like one of the main ones I had to make sure I stole. <laughs> <laughs> and this was
0: from already being a fan of USA Up
2: all night? Yeah, yeah from seeing her and Up all night. And then all of a sudden I'm like, wait, she's naked in one of these?
0: <laughs> I wonder how many men that are in the age group of Gary, you, and myself yeah. that all have that same story of watching uh, USA Up well, all night I mean, and being I, I ushered through I, I don't, know,
2: I don't know if she is it, but I know she's really close of when it's no, I'm beautiful. Just, He's a man
0: now. I'm just saying it's the movies, you know, it's mm. between that and like Fuzzy Max that, yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, that, that yeah, you yeah. learn something about your body <laughs> by <Yeah>. accident,
1: too. <laughs> what
0: is the that fuck? A,
1: <laughs> is that an elbow or a nipple? I can't tell.
0: <laughs> you know. Yeah, totally, Gary. Totally. Didn't care. You
2: liked it anyway.
0: Yeah. And I didn't know for sure if you had picked this because it was one that you had seen on USA Up all night and it, it had fond memories for you on cable, Gary, but that clenches it. We've already got a similar backstory on how we saw this and I picture that, you know, I'm away in my little mountain shithole of a town that I yeah. grew up in, yeah. in PA and on the same night, Gary's in the middle of the country, just outside of Chicago yeah. watching it. Yeah. The same movie at the same time. You're both masturbating together. Well, not yet.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. So we don't know. Possibly.
0: <laughs> yeah, but the you're important both, thing is You're both rubbing up against the couch a certain way <laughs> but the important thing is whether or not we're piling a bunch of books on our penises for the pressure because it feels good and we don't know how else to make it feel, <laughs> feel good <laughs>
2: don't know is going on. We had no internet, people. No. You've got to get off our backs. Yeah, by the time I
0: seen this, I knew how everything worked down yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, I figured yeah. it out real fast. <laughs> it's
2: really amazing. We tend to figure that out pretty quickly, don't we? <laughs> I figured it out much faster than I
0: probably should have. But the, the point I know is... How to, I didn't know how to balance a checkbook, but god damn it. <laughs> alright, let's huddle up in the middle of the show here, alright? Alright. All right. Important thing is, he and I probably watched it on USA Up all night at the exact same time, mm-hmm. completely across the country, Yeah, and now Twenty some odd years yeah. or more later, we're now talking about it on a show with a Blu-ray release, where you get to see everything in all of its glory.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if Gilbert was playing it, I probably wouldn't. Probably least likely to tune in, if that means anything. Because yeah, nothing I don't. Uh, nothing I don't love, Gilbert. I mean, that's probably the best podcast you're not listening to is the Gilbert Godfrey the Amazing Colossal Podcast. But you know, I mean it's, uh, Gilbert
2: Godfrey because anytime he does a roast, he's fucking hilarious. But you're right, I, I, he was not a good fit for up all night, in my opinion. The problem was that he hosted
0: on Friday, or did he host on Saturday? No, I think it was Friday. I think it was Friday because Rhonda was Saturday. Okay, so Rhonda did go head-to-head with Joe Bob on most nights. I think so. Yes. Now, when Joe Bob was on the movie channel, Joe Bob won out because no editing in the films. Yeah, yeah, well, that's true. (laughs) But none of that actually matters. None of that at all. Because what we really came here to do is talk about Nightmare Sisters. But before we actually get to that, everybody that listens to this show, Gary has been on so many times, they should probably know where to find him. But just in case, like, let's say this is the first time they've ever listened to cinema of PsyOps, scary, and they have no clue about all the amazing shows you do. Why don't you just fill them in on your deets real quick, and then we'll move on to the, the rest of the show?
1: You can find me not in St. Louis rolling on dubs, but also often eating your, all your candy and your licorice and tickling fat girls because they're ticklish, you know. But no, I'm here. I'm here at uh, the Podcast and the two Jigmin commentaries, both on legionpodcast.com.
0: Those were lyrics, Matt. You were looking
2: confused. Okay, yeah, all right, all right, good, 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 good. good. And I think it, I'm
0: like, what the fuck's Gary talking about? I think those were rap lyrics, which is probably why your pasty white ass didn't recognize it. Exactly. <laughs> that's
2: okay. It's not even my color. I just wouldn't, it could be any lyric, and you know, I could fucking get it. That's
0: true. Even songs that you've actually heard, you won't remember. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> these, are, these are facts. All right. Well, we're going to take a little break here. We will play a promo from one of Gary's podcasts, and we'll have a little bit of music from the film because I could not adore that music anymore. <laughs> and when we come back, we won't have the trailer because guess what, guys? It doesn't fucking exist. Hey, Cherish.
1: It's 8 o'clock. Is it time to get the show on the screen or what? Do you enjoy watching films with friends? Do you like to
5: consume vats of alcohol?
4: It's the 40s, and some bitches, babe. Yeah!
1: Me, I like beer. If you like all that and none of those artsy-fartsy films... Does this mean we don't get to go to the Fellini Festival?
4: Fuck the Fellini Festival!
1: Then
3: watch and listen to two drink minimum commentaries.
1: Every Wednesday, myself and a rotating panel of the filthiest podcasters I can muster up... Give you our comments, observations, and sometimes we might actually talk about the film as we class up some of your favorite films, the only way we know how, as raunchy as we can. <laughs> What's this movie, PG? Ben? Oh, is yeah. This pack is, sure is fucking. Not only do you get the audio, but the video that goes with it. Just listen to the shit that comes out of these filthy pirates.
5: <laughs> you don't need to get an erection when your cocks full of rigor mortis. <laughs> fucking curb stomp a baby for a baconade right <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think the moral of the story is, don't let Corky run Cerebro. Unforgivable. If you can stand all that, come and get your fill and your fix of Two Drink Venom Commentaries. All the cool kids are doing it. Two Drink Venom Commentaries is a proud member of the Legion Podcast Network.
6: Suck me! you suck your brains
2: all out until you're going to look into her eyes and there's no glimmer
3: better cross yourself cause she's a sinner she's about to
0: sorority sisters succubus. yeah <laughs> uh, rock and roll you know yeah. haunted garage is awesome i don't mm-hmm. i don't know if this is their first movie appearance but this is the first time that i was aware of them from this film um they've been in quite a few horror films or at least their music has been in quite a few horror films
1: and uh, of course dookie flyswatter who we see first scene of this film is like one of my favorite 80s b movie actors that shows up in things yeah he's the warm uh, yeah. omar guy right swami omar yes indeed He's also he, very he also, swarmy. Yes. Yeah, he, he also shows up in uh, Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers, and he plays Mengele in uh, Surf Nazis Must Die. Well, how can you not love that guy? <laughs> he, he is amazing. He has amazing look, too.
0: And I've got no transition to go into a trailer because we've got no trailer.
1: Yikes. <laughs> we've got no trailer, but we have erections, so that's a plus, you know.
0: Well, we always have those.
1: Just guys talking about their dicks on Valentine's Day. I'm sorry, ladies, but I'm, I'm <laughs> sorry, but I'm not sorry, you know. (laughs)
0: all right so the film actually opens up on a fortune teller's building on the outside and while this dude is doing somewhat of an indian accent this dookie flies water he's asking a lady all of these different questions about her late husband and there's some wordplay comedy thing that's going on here back and forth where she tries to explain that her husband is late sort of and he's like well you sort of want to talk to your late husband and they do this back and forth for a little bit and at a certain point i get kind of frustrated and then it actually becomes Becomes funny to me and that actually becomes our first clip.
3: <laughs> Perhaps you should explain exactly what did or did not happen to your husband.
6: It happened last week when Clinton was away on a business trip to Dallas and the Hotel Deslerk said he saw him leave for dinner around seven but when he came back he wasn't alone. He was with a woman? Why yes! Mr. Omar, that's uncanny.
3: Oh, call it a day. Please continue.
6: When the maid came in the next morning no, Clinton.
3: What of these mysterious women?
6: Oh, there was no sign of either of them. You know the really strange part? They found ashes.
3: Ashes? Now, what's so strange about that? Perhaps Mr. Detweiler smokes in his sleep?
6: Fifty pounds of ashes?
3: Okay, smokes. That's a lot of ashes.
6: What's more, they found these among Clinton's gold watch and gold necklace.
3: They are valuable?
6: Oh, very. Clinton would never go anywhere without them. That's why I know something terrible's happened to my Clinton.
3: Oh, wait, Mrs. Twyler these things of your husband they are just pulsing with psychic vibrations so I will keep them for further study
6: of course anything
3: before we begin necessary to perseduce the spirits with a small donation
6: I beg your pardon yes in advance
3: oh I see I like that one they should appease the spirits from beyond and they will give us their full cooperation mm-hmm. oh, thousand years ago but I warn you I must have absolute silence not speak, let that spirit first speak to you, you understand? Elohim Adonai, Shavuat, Elohim, Zadeh, uh, Tetra, Gravitan. Guardian of the Abyss, hear me, remove the veil that lies between this world and the next, I call into the black people. I am summoning Clinton, that while, or- hey Clinton, are you out
6: there? <laughs>
3: Well, hello there, missy. Are you from around these parts?
6: Clint! Glant, honey! Is that really you?
3: I don't be my coffee, darling.
6: Why, Clint, it's your wife, Amanda!
3: I don't get back to Dallas nearly as often as I'd like. Gives me an excuse to be with lady, you know what I mean? What? What's she like? Nothing special. Why, hell, she ain't half as pretty as you are.
7: Why, you son- of a bitch. Why,
3: ain't you the feisty little minx? What say hey, we go to my hotel room and, uh, us around? Well, here we are, darling. The Lyndon B. Johnson suite. So, take your little fanny over here and I'll show you a real Texas Longhorn. Oh,
4: girl! <sighs>
0: Oh, boy. You know what kind of movie you're in for right there. Where were we at on the racist meter?
1: Yeah, it's a pretty offensive Indian accent. Yeah,
2: right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Still, still on as bad as Short Circuit, though, as I'm just throwing oh, it out there. Yes. You know? Oh,
2: yeah.
0: As far as the accent's performance goes, we're going on the fisher Stevens sure. scale. Okay, I agree with that better. And it's half as offensive as fisher Stevens. Half as offensive.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. All right. All right. I, I I agree with that. By the way, guys, thanks for ruining my childhood, because I fucking loved Short Circuit. Until now, would you bring that up? And oh. I realize that, fuck, that was racist to shit. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. It's really bad. He, he is white. He is white as fuck though, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: he's white as shit. And I never <laughs> think about it. They either had him tan excessively to try and darken him up a little bit. Yeah. Or they put makeup on him and pretty much brown face that's him. That's, yeah, that's that's blackface. That's yeah, that's incredibly
2: racist. Yeah. Fuck. Well, Short circuit wait. was incredibly racist. Yeah, wait till we if cover you, it someday. Oh god, if it's if gonna
1: it, be bad. If you go by the Wayback Machine, man, we, me and Jamie did a film called Navajo Joe starring Burt Reynolds. And it's Navajo
0: Joe. Yeah, but he's at least half Native American, isn't he? Or is that just lore that he made up about himself? Well, I think that's lore. I'm not sure, though. But anyway, we're not talking about any of those films that are the racist. Mark this movie that's racist. And sexist. Yeah. <laughs> and, and just homophobic. Oh, yeah, everything. Everything you want in a 1980s film is in this package <laughs> of guess, their yeah. Sisters. You ready to have your mind completely blown, Matt? All right. The director of this film and the guy who wrote it? Uh-huh. Homosexual. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm, and I'm not outing him because Dave, is, Dave Dakota's been out for a very long time. Time. Yeah, 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 you know those like thirteen, thirteen movies and the Rabbit Heart movies where it's basically a bunch of boys running around in underwear and getting menaced by ghosts and monsters, yeah, or Bigfoot. Uh huh. That's what he's doing with his career now. Well, you know, at least he's got something going on. What he did was he took this formula from the '80s and just turned it over <laughs> it just, to boys running around in underwear yeah. and, and made those films now.
2: Yeah, good for him. <laughs> right? Good for him. He
0: had a dream and he's following it. Live your truth, man. Yeah, that's man. all I'm saying. That's fucking America, right there. <laughs> that clip actually. took took about 12 minutes of screen time down, yeah, to, down to three.
2: I'm like watching this I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on man? <laughs> when you don't know what these movies are and you see, okay, well let's see, Nightmare Sisters and then it starts off with this guy who's doing an incredible racist impersonation you see, you're sitting there like, what the fuck did I just get myself into?
0: <laughs> That's where I like to keep you on the show. <laughs> I like you to know nothing about the movie, yeah, just exactly. to watch it and be like, what the fuck, Court? What, what,
2: what, what, what,
0: what, what, why? But anyway, after this quote unquote fortune teller refers to a sexual act that's about to take place he then starts performing the husband's side of the sexual act because the wife says oh my god and then he starts repeating oh my god over yeah. and over again and then he stops for a moment and he says something along the lines of what are you doing down there hey watch the teeth and then he screams in pain yeah, and horror as in someone bit off his dick Ooh. yikes <laughs> Ow! so this returns Omar who is then stalked by the evil spirit that apparently had killed her husband it says some shit to him then these hands reach out which from what I've read from the behind the scenes stuff was actually Linnea Quigley's hands she's the smaller blonde lady in the movie okay it were her hands pretending to be the demon that rip off Omar's head he does this weird thing after his head is ripped off it's then animated by the evil from the hands that emerge from the crystal ball and then the head is now possessed and then it tells Amanda she was already told once to keep her big mouth shut and then the head proclaims it's going to sing a song and it won't be long. And then this leads to the title song, which I have already played and the opening credits of the film is set to the wonderful haunted garage. Mm. I'm not saying that they're talented. I'm just saying that they're I'm saying they are. I'm (laughs) saying they are
1: Yeah, there's so many films like, like these vinyl releases. I need this on a vinyl release.
0: You need you know. the Bear sisters stuff on vinyl. Yeah, I love it, man. <laughs> <laughs> they're enjoyable. They're fun, and that's all you need in a band like that. There you go. That's that's all you need. <laughs> I don't know these guys though. No. Well, they're the,
2: the whole I, way through I, the mu- yeah. all the
0: music except for like one thing. I get that. I'm
1: saying yeah. I just well, don't know them. Google Dookie flies water. You'll see a guy with with uh, mouse traps attached to his face. You know, <laughs> is he the vocalist of the band? I think so.
0: Yeah, that's that makes sense because a lot of punk rock vocalists end up being actors in films and stuff like that. And I guess Haunted Garage has been around forever and they're still doing stuff. I mean, most recently they were, they had a song that popped up in The Dead Hate the Living. (laughs) And they did the soundtrack to a film like pretty recently like in like 2009, I think too. Mm. Where where they were like the composers for the soundtrack.
1: So, I mean, Dead Hate the Living, that's an underrated zombie film if you guys haven't seen it, trust me.
0: That was the first DVD I ever bought. (laughs) Okay. Okay, so after the credits, we see the very lovely Brink Stevens done up in what the guys from the Corrupted Youth podcast have phrased and I think it's actually Brennan the son on that they've actually phrased it as nerd face that's what she's done up as nerd face is like blackface, but only for nerds when you're trying to make someone look like a nerd and pass off as a nerd even though they really aren't a nerd yeah pretty much the entirety of Big Bang Theory is nerd face yes nerd face (laughs) that is a fact yeah and as a nerd and a geek I'm offended by that so I wanted (laughs) I wanted to give them credit because I stole that from them that's where I first heard that term from. I'm trying to make it a thing. Uh, so not a thing.
1: I mean, it's, it's one of those things where I, I think that even dressed down, I love her. I, and I told her this too uh, on uh, on the interwebs that I love but she's dressed down as the nerd in this movie because she's very cute and, and as, as that type of person.
0: Interesting fact, the nerdy clothes that she wears at the film. Yeah. Those are hers. She brought huh. them to the set. In, in this and, kind
2: of movie, I always tend to think everyone this, brought
0: their own clothes to the set. Does, does not surprise me whatsoever. No. <laughs> <That> <laughs> I'm
2: I, more surprised that you might be yeah, that means she was the only one who brought her up close to the set. We'll get into it.
0: Okay. As the outfits emerge uh, yeah. <laughs> and then mysteriously fall off, we'll talk about where the outfits came from.
2: Nothing mysterious about it, my friend. <laughs> right. <laughs> right.
0: But okay, so the point is, she's all done up in nerd face and she's pretending to be this dorky, nerdy girl. Well, from what we've seen her in other films and things like that, that that's not her normal persona, if you will. So she's very obviously playing it up. And of the three, I gotta say, Brink-Stevens is probably the best actress at playing nerdy
1: oh yeah for sure you know you got michelle who's she's she's okay you got linnea who's got those big obviously pace on i buck teeth acting obnoxious but i'm not even mad about it because of what you get later you know whatever you
0: know? <laughs> well the whole thing with linnea quigley is i'm not sure if she plays the same character every time or if she just delivers dialogue the exact same way because she can't act but like i get this feeling where she's always playing this burnout valley girl kind of character in every thing that she does or maybe she just delivers the dialogue just that flat intentionally I'm not sure if that's her acting style or what but when she's actually doing the nerdy girl the way that she does the voice and the way that she does the sort of affectation it actually works pretty well for her style of acting and I didn't even mind those crazy ass buck teeth and to be honest with you I wasn't even fucking looking at them (laughs) didn't notice them at all the only thing that bothered me was Michelle Bauer in the very obviously wrapped up in a bunch of bed sheets with like windbreakers and stuff the top of yes. the, the fat jokes abound in this uh, and they were
2: offensive oh, as fuck. Everything in this movie was offensive as fuck. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> Which is
2: why I love it. This movie was offensive as fuck.
0: But the first two people that you see, whenever you see all three of them when they're done up in face, it's Brink Stevens and then boom, you're hit with Michelle Bauer even though you, you see her all wrapped up and dressed up to do fat jokes. Linnea Quigley with the buck teeth and everything. You see all three of them in a movie at the very beginning no matter what they look like, you can automatically go, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> now, did you recognize any of these actresses no. from anything? Nope. Linnea Quigley, the one with the blonde hair? Yeah. She was trash. teeth? Yeah, she was yeah. trash in uh, Return of the Living Dead. The one who strips on the tombstone. That's the Mother same actress. Motherfucker, that is the same actress. Yeah, and I guarantee you, you have seen her breast a million times in various slasher movies and never realized it. Huh. Yeah, I'm just telling you. Wow. <laughs> there you it go. It was nice to see him again. <laughs> Marcy is apparently a junkie for flea market crap and she collects junk. That is Brink-Steven's character. You can tell how much I respect these ladies. I learned all their character names.
2: Look at you. Yeah. <laughs> Are you just trying to like, you know, salvage this
0: thing a little bit? No, no. I really do respect all of these women very much. I'm proud of you. <laughs> and not just because they're so gorgeous and I love seeing them naked. <laughs> I think you would have been
2: fine not including that little tidbit because I don't think anybody's buying it. But hey, wigs,
0: wink, snuck wink, nudge, nudge, let's go ahead. Now, the of of Melody is who is played by Linnea Quigley, and she is into music, but is absolutely terrible at it. I mean, absolutely terrible, completely tone deaf, awful, sounds like Matt trying to make music.
2: <laughs>
0: That's pretty much how she sang. Yeah.
2: <laughs> they call it tone deaf.
0: And Michelle Bauer's character of Mickey, because she's supposed to be a fat girl, she loves to cook. Oh. <laughs> is, <laughs> I mean,
2: they might as well just had somebody following her with a trombone. Ooh or tuba. I'm sorry, tuba. Yeah. Mm, mm,
0: mm, mm. I mean, they get that bad in certain parts of the film. Yeah, when we yeah, get there, we are calling it, it out.
2: I was waiting for it. You I know. was waiting for some guy just to be walking her behind her.
0: Yeah, this feels less like a horror movie and more like a zany sex comedy that you would see on USA Up All Night.
2: I was expecting some nerd to rape a chick because that's <laughs> what the fuck happened in that fucking movie.
0: You were getting flashbacks of Revenge <laughs> of the yeah,
2: Nerds. See, I don't know this movie while well, has the word nightmares in it. You. you Never know i mean that, that doesn't necessarily mean horror and we haven't just only done horror on this show so well, you're
0: safe to assume it's a movie that i've purchased yeah it's probably going to have some kind of rape in it don't know what that says about me. That's a clip.
2: Number one. (laughs) Number two. You're right. But I mean, yeah, that's the feeling I got. I got like a really, at the very beginning, I got a real strange Revenge of the Nerds
0: vibe coming to me. Well, there's probably a pretty good reason for that because this is coming late in the game in horror movies. It's like, what, 87, Gary? 88? That's 88, I think. Yeah, it was shot in 87, released in 88. But if you think about it, the first Revenge of the Nerds was already out by now. Yeah. All three women are actually lamenting at this point that none of them have boyfriends now Linnea Quigley's character of Melody actually states that she sort of has a boyfriend because she had a date what like a month ago does that sound right guys yeah. Yeah. And that apparently did not go too well. And as we mentioned, they're all done up in nerd face. And then one of them is done up to be like a pseudo fat suit. I would say the low budget fat suit. Yeah. Way low budget. <laughs> and kudos to all three of these ladies for allowing themselves to basically be made to look the way that they did. Well, how about this? Kudos to all three of these ladies to be made to be objectified horribly. <laughs> We're
2: not there yet. But yes, thank you, ladies, for showing your bodies to us. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. We. Uh, Maybe no one told you back then. We appreciate it. We appreciate
0: staring at you naked
2: over and over again in movies. You know, you really should just stop. We appreciate it and because yeah, the rest it doesn't sound good. I don't care if I sound <laughs> still, creepy. Still, still makes it not just creepy. Makes us sound like dirtbags a little bit. Well, we're men. Yeah, we are. Dirt are bags. we not men? We are dirtbags. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yep. God, I am so sorry, ladies. I don't know how you deal with us at all.
1: I didn't respond when you said are we men because I, I I know I'm not. I'm still kind of a child. That same with the watches, <laughs> moving along, go. So I
0: thought your response was going to be we are Devo.
1: <laughs> oh, Devo definitely. You know we are de-evolved males who uh, love this dumb stuff. There you go.
0: All right. So they start going through the junk that Marcy had brought home because she is into flea markets and junk. One of the things being a goblet that is made out of a human skull. Not sure what particular flea markets that Marcy is shopping at, but apparently I need to hang out with her. And then she also bought what was apparently Omar's crystal ball because we need to move the story along. (laughs) The dialogue at this point, I'm not going to lie, is kind of painful. Kind of? Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah, it gets a bit drawn out. It's a bit spaced out, but all three of these ladies are clearly having fun. They're overacting their asses off. I think they're improvising too. I I think they were just allowed to just do whatever. There were certain lines of dialogue that they needed to hit, but it looked like they were experimenting around some of the things that they needed to say. But to me, it does have a very endearing quality due to the fact that I might have a love of all three of these actresses. That's also our next clip.
7: funny. You are. You're not supposed to take that stuff seriously. It'll rot your brain. I don't even like those films. One stupid zombie picture was enough for me. Well, I don't know. You start messing around and your head starts to do a 360. Don't say I didn't warn you. Mm. Hey, it's pretty quiet around here. Where is everybody? Didn't you know? Everybody is gone for the weekend. Everyone? Well, everyone except us. Carol and Dawn went camping with their boyfriends, Joy, Nancy, and Megan are down in Palm Springs, and Missy went to the Bahamas with her folks. What about Cindy? Oh, she alone oh, with Bob Margolis. Oh, really? They're probably in Vegas by now. And that leaves the three of us alone for the whole weekend. Well, you know, guys, we've never had the place all to ourselves. Seems like we ought to do something special. Like, hey, I know. Let's have a party. And invite who? Everybody's gone. Well, I don't mean the girls. Let's get some guys over here. Um, Melody, I don't mean to be a wet blanket, but we don't know any guys. Well, what about Kevin? The one you went out with last month? Yeah. Wasn't he that physics major? Real shy. Yeah. I had to take his hand and put it down my blouse. Oh, you never told us that! You old monster! (laughs) What happened? Nothing. He got his, his class ring, caught in my bra, and it took 10 minutes to get it loose. He ran all the way back to the dorm. And he never called you after that. You came on too strong. No! I think he was just embarrassed. Well oh, yeah, but even if you do get him to come over, what about us? I'll tell him to bring two of his fraternity brothers. Hold it. This is starting to sound like a blind date. Hey, so what if it is? I mean, nah, uh, it kind of beats sitting around on a Saturday night by ourselves. And what have we got to lose? <laughs>
0: yeah okay so matt my first question for you is by the time we get to this point where the girls are ready to call some guys to come over yeah did you think oh my god court set me up to watch a softcore porn
2: i it didn't <laughs> it started to switch to that i went this is one of those com- sex comedy romp features right it sure feels like and then, one and then i'm watching the acting so bad i'm like is this porn <laughs> <Am> <laughs> this, I, is this softcore porn, porn? <laughs> i didn't think softcore i thought full-on porn <laughs> I'm like, you know, I know we kicked the idea around, but I thought we were just joking at one point, but I don't know, I guess we're doing
0: porn now. Much like the end of a porn? It's coming. We'll cover it someday. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So the girls call the guy, Kevin, that Melody apparently was seeing. And at one point while they were talking, Kevin brings up that he felt like maybe she felt that he took advantage of her or something like that. And then she flat out says, Kevin, I practically raped you. That was a bit off. Yeah. Wow. You're an aggressive woman. She then invites Kevin over, as they had talked about, and tells him that he needs to bring two other guys for the other ladies that are in the house, Ladies are excited, and they are horny because, face it, fellas, women get the urge, too. You have to deal with that. I, I would encourage women to have urges. And they should express it. Yes. And, and flat out tell a guy. Yeah. Make it easier on him. <laughs> Don't make us guess, man. <laughs> hey, what, what, the
2: what? wife looks at me and goes, well, you missed all the signals last night. And I go, why do there have to be signals? <laughs> why can't you just say, hey?
1: <laughs> those, those nonverbal signals that the women talk about why? so much, right?
0: Why can't you just say, hey, it's time to go to down? That's exactly what these ladies are telling these fellas basically. I mean, listen,
2: I'm I'm pretty blind to signals, but uh, I mean, this these are pretty much out there.
0: Well, if Matt can tell, then clearly (laughs) these girls are signaling the right way. Yeah,
2: exactly. (laughs) They have flares
0: set for like five feet out, leading them directly. There's a couple of
2: big neon sides
0: that are flashing, (laughs) and each woman has the air traffic controller (laughs) things that they're flagging the guys in.
1: Oh, the giant flashlights for sure. Just you know, sending signals. Bring it in.
2: Bring it in. Bring it too far. Ho oh, oh, ho oh, oh, ho oh. ho ho. Bring yeah. it in. <laughs> Bring it
0: in. The ladies then plan out the evening, but Marcy has a bunch of junk still from the flea market in the car. Apparently, one box wasn't enough. The entire car is loaded up. This lady be shopping. Uh, hoarder. Yeah, I think that's what they're hinting at.
2: Hoarder. Yeah. <laughs> she she's gonna die alone in a house, <laughs> eaten by like fifteen thousand cats. They'll or, find her bones.
0: Or she won't have any cats because she doesn't have the room for them, and all of her junk's gonna fall on her. No. no well, there, there'll be cats.
2: There's always cats. Be, even if they're just feral cats who she feeds outside.
0: That that joke fell flat for me that she's a junk collector thing. Yeah. I think they, they played that a little too long.
2: Well, I think they were just hammering you in the face with it, slapping you. Again, this is not a porn, Matt. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. And at one of the points, like right as she's leaving, she's like, and I didn't even know they could make a six foot lava lamp and that joke just fell flat for me too.
2: Well, 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 well.
0: But I totally don't care because I, I love all three of these actresses and I'll watch anything that they're in.
2: <laughs> okay, Court, do you think they're listening or are you just taking a shot?
0: God, I hope so. Uh-huh. Bring <laughs> Stevens and Michelle Bauer in particular. I love you both. I
2: think he's
1: serious, guys. <laughs> oh, he's definitely serious. He's fully serious.
0: All right, so they cut from this to Kevin talks to his fellow friends, and this leads to the portion of the film that decides to be homophobic as shit, which I have cut out those slurs, so if this clip is confusing, I'm sorry, but that leads to our following clip. You guys are not going to believe this.
8: What's up? Uh, time for class? You keep reading that stuff, dude. You're going to go blind. Screw you, Freddy. What's going on? I just got a call from the... Melody Hoffmeyer. (laughs) The chick you struck out with last month? Maybe I didn't strike out. Like I said, she called me. So, big deal, what's that got to do with us? She just invited the three of us to a party at the Tri ada Pie House. When? Tonight at seven. Oh, dudes, the Eda Pies are foxes. Well, they're not all gonna be there, just Melody and two of her sisters. Well, that's okay. A piece of pie, a piece. <laughs> oh, wait a second. Which two sisters? One of them's the girl who won that home ec award last semester. Thunder thighs Johnson. <laughs> oh wait, she's all yours, pal. Oh sure. Stick me with the wide ride. Who's my date? The elephant man. She's a history major. Her name's Marcy. Not Marcy Feinberg. You know her? She's in my biology class. The glasses she wears make up half her body weight. Well, in case you haven't looked in the mirror lately, you're not exactly James Bond. James Bond isn't James Bond anymore. Look, you guys, none of us are exactly the GQ types. So why don't you just go and make the best of it? Well sure, that's easy for you to say. You get melody. I get Moby Dick. Oh, she's not so hot. I saw her once. You could open a beer bottle with those buck teeth of hers. You take that back, you little squid. I should have known better than doing you a favor. What kind of favor is fixing us up with the Gorgon sisters? Hey, look, dude, if you really don't like this Marcy chick, I'll take her. And leave me with Mickey the monster? Forget it. Well, maybe the two of you could have an eating contest. You and Marcy hey! hurt one another. You two can run off and join a sideshow. The world's ugliest couple. Who are you calling ugly sperm brat? Yeah, you look up ugly in the dictionary and find a
6: picture of you. Oh,
8: God, That was older than your underwear. You keep out of it. Not after what you said about Melody. Well, what have we here? Hey guys, it's not what you think. <laughs> really? Looks pretty fishy to
6: me, doesn't it guys? You see me and the boys were just having a friendly little argument. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Looks a little too
6: friendly. Back off, man. I'd say you boys have committed a serious infraction against frat rules. What say I consult the manual? Good idea, Phil. Any brother or brothers caught participating in any kind of homosexual activity shall have all privileges suspended pending a review and public humiliation by his or their elder brothers. Seems like there's a new rule in that thing every time you open it. What, you don't believe it? It's in there right next to the rule against bestiality. Uh, bud, I think we took that rule out because the time
8: we,
2: uh... Oh yeah, I forgot.
8: Look you guys, this is ridiculous. For your information, we just got invited to a party at the Triada Pie House. Oh, yeah? So how come we didn't hear about it? Small party. Three gals and three guys. Yeah, you have to find your own women. Come on, they're lying.
6: Oh, look, if you don't believe us, why don't you call the Eta Pies and ask them? This alters everything. I had no idea you were so friendly with our sorority sisters. We never th- think to question the masculinity of any guy invited to party with the Eda Pies. However, we do have certain rules regarding such matters. It is strictly forbidden for any uninitiated pledge to fraternize with any member of a sister sorority. Penalty. For infringement is mandatory expulsion. Gosh, fellas, I'm sorry, but I'm afraid we're gonna have to ground you for the weekend. Just to make sure you wouldn't do anything that would get you kicked out of this fraternity. Yeah, we'd hate for that to happen. You can't do this. You
8: can't run our lives for us.
6: Yes, we can. That's the entire point of being in a fraternity. And if you don't like it, you can pack up your shit and clear out. Have a nice evening. Those bastards, they can't get away with this. Oh, yes,
8: they can. As long as we're here, we gotta play it their way. We do that or we wind up in the street. Yeah, and the main reason we
0: joined is freehouse. Okay, so there's a whole lot of shit to unpacking that. Holy cow. <coughs> anyway, I vomited three times while that played. First of all, that misogynistic description of each of the three girls body shaming looks gaming and all of the shit that they were going through there. Fuck all of that. Hey,
2: hey, hey, hey. Except for Kevin. No, real quick. Yeah. Calm down. That's just locker room talk. Bullshit. Right? Presidents could do it. So could they. It's fine. I'm
0: putting my foot down. Degrading someone just because you don't find them attractive. Exactly. Yeah.
2: You could just say, Oh, you know what? Uh, uh, Abilene there is not my cup of tea or Except
0: something. for Kevin. Did you hear the way Kevin was saying, hey, none of you guys are actually, you know, all that fucking amazing or good looking or anything like yeah, that? Okay. Duke 2. Yeah, he was on their case. He was giving them shit. And when they started talking trash about the girl that he actually liked when they, was, they were saying uh, about yeah, how... That's when he started the fight. Melody was going to be buck or whatever like that they were talking about. That's when he actually was like going after them. Yeah, pro uh, he's alright. Yeah, I liked Kevin. Kevin's the only good guy mm-hmm. in this film. The three girls despite the fact that they end up how they end up, were actually decent girls. They were they were good people. Yeah, they, they just they, they, they
2: made a bad decision. Yeah. Maybe that's later.
0: There may be be one other man in the film that's actually like a good guy, but for the most part, all the other guys can just that, die in a fire. That
2: main fraternity brother, I agree. I agree. <laughs> Fuck I- off.
0: <laughs> Speaking of the main fraternity brother, yeah. though, some serious levels of uncomfortable homophobia in this. Oh, my God. Big time. Yeah. And the important thing to remember, again, written by a gay man and directed by a gay man. Do you he think was, he was working out some aggression yeah, towards the, so. the fraternity system oh, there? Oh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> but that's kind of how they are. You would know
2: more than I would, Matt. Actually, my fraternity had just a shit ton of gay guys in it. So, no. Are you sure that wasn't just a gay club you kept going to and not a fraternity? You know, now that you mention it, the SM Club, was weird <laughs> <laughs> that, that was your fraternity <laughs> no the blue oyster club that's what it, the name of it was yeah you thought it was you thought you thought your fraternity was seda o masochista i didn't have that type of fraternity experience yeah, but your fraternity
0: was more or less animal house in the middle of the fucking campus that's true yeah 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 no my
2: fraternity was very animal house yeah. so yeah um so i never got to experience that type of uh you know the, the you know that far uh but you know late 90s i I experienced my fair share of uh, homophobia. You know, I think everyone did around you because it was common. It was way more common to be able to say homophobic slurs
0: and get away with it. And more I, so even in the 80s, it was like an institutionalized oh, 80s, thing everywhere. The yeah. 80s,
2: yeah. In the in late 90s, at least, you know, you would use these slurs and like try to justify it by saying, well, I'm not really against gay people. I just use the word, you know, but in the 80s. It I blame
0: Kevin Smith a lot for that.
2: Uh, yeah, and in Eminem, you well, yeah, have to blame. Too. Now, everyone's kind of realized, you know, nowadays, of course, you know, thankfully we're growing a bit more that that kind of shit. Well, most of us. Well, most of us. Uh, the people, at least, I associate with.
1: And uh, For, From what I gather from this conversation, gay stuff is bad, but butt stuff with animals is okay. Yeah? It's, it's
0: interspecies erotica fuckhole. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently this fraternity is down on the homosexuality, but they're okay with the bestiality because one of the main fraternity brothers may have had an indiscretion earlier in the year. So they changed the rule to let him fast. <laughs> and Matt's now checking out the rules of his fraternity to that's see if bestiality I mean interspecies erotica was okay. Yeah,
2: we get it right, asshole. <laughs> I'm sorry,
0: I don't mean to disparage your, your lifestyle. Actually, we didn't really have any animals around. Mm. He's looking off into the distance all stabbed. <laughs>
1: that's, that's why. You know, they all they all avoided your house with the plague.
2: Or maybe another fraternity on campus was hoarding them all. Hoarding the horses. Hoarding the horse. <laughs> horse is a beautiful animal.
0: <laughs> Alright, so <laughs> after this, the guys decide to sneak out because they're pretty sure their door will not be guarded and then for some reason the three frat rat assholes come back in and point out that they will be guarding the door so now they have to find another way out.
2: Alright, number one, already lamest fraternity ever what three guys on a weekend night would go, yeah, Saturday night uh, Saturday night would like sit there and go, yeah I'm gonna guard a fucking door, fuck that
0: They are literally spending their Saturday night tormenting the least of their brothers. These guys are still pledges and this is their whole thing that they're doing. The,
2: the, no, the, I, if, if, if in my fraternity if that were ever to happen they're like Matt you have to go to the door and be like well guys I'm gonna go ahead and check out that
1: there's no mention if this is like rush week or anything like that I can see if it was like rush week my and dad they, even
2: rush week I'd be like I'm not wasting my fucking Saturday night
1: in here see you guys later yeah, it's well so, if there's out job there's simply torture the, 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 the young wings I guess that uh, younglings. the young wings
2: <laughs> well, well those are not giving them the Anakin Skywalker treatment they'll be alright
0: I'm pretty sure That these three guys have some issues of their own that they're trying to work out.
2: It must have, hence why
0: they're torturing the three other boys. Because I had trying to interfere with their sexual prowess.
2: I was even the most popular guy, but I still always had better plans on a Saturday night than to guard a fucking door. Yeah. All
0: right. So it cuts away from all of this weird chicanery to a cleaning montage because it is the '80s, and we see all three of the lovely ladies trying to get ready for the evening. And they cut away from that to the girls upset at about eight thirty-five. Thinking that their nerdy boys not going to show up and have completely stood them up, the ladies then get a knock at the door or a bell ring or something like that. It turns out to be a telegram, which in fact is just a joke that their nerdy boys pulled on them. That they're actually here, and they did all of this after spending some time sneaking out. That made absolutely no sense to me at all. This is a weird, weird thing. Yeah, I guess this was funny in the eighties. God, I,
2: I hope not.
1: Like, I, I think I, I think it's important to point out that the girls at certain points is filled, even. When when they're not possessed, are just as horny as the guys. I forget what's, More what's so. Michelle ba- what's Michelle Bauer's name again in this movie? I forget now. He's Mickey. Yeah, Mickey's looking at the bag M M&M. and She says, "I would eat the green ones because everybody knows they eat the green ones. So it makes you horny, right? And that's like a you know a myth. Yeah, I, I just caught that t- with this viewing that she says this. I was like, yeah, you're, you're just as perfect as those guys are. It's amazing, you know.
0: I think she was pulling out all of the green ones to serve to everybody in the treats that she was making. <laughs> Could be, <laughs> yeah, because the green ones are supposed supposed to make you horny. I forgot about that until now. That's crazy. That's a neat little thing that they threw in the movie. Anyway, so the boys then end up breaking off into couples where they all just kind of group together with the girls and the girls are all excited to have boys there. Melody sings once again and horribly so. And I wrote this in my notes, making me want to kill her. (laughs) While Marcy bores her date literally to sleep, he keeps falling asleep. She's showing him some family photos. So these lovely ladies apparently have no gang. None of these girls no. n- have any social skills. <laughs> they they have the same style of coming on to a, a man as my grandma probably would have.
2: Yeah, they, they have the same amount of skill as, uh, well, the three
0: of us. I had game. Yeah? Yeah, when I was younger, dude, I had game. <laughs> I was a whore. I was a filthy, filthy whore.
2: Now, did you have game or were you just a whore? A little bit of both. Okay. Yeah. You were just easy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I was still picky, though, too. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and... I'm going to doubt that. I'm going to say you're lying <laughs> about that half of the story.
1: It's like Carlin said I don't need a 10. I just want five twos. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: will settle for two fives. <laughs> I can make you change right here. Mickey is munching down because fat jokes, people. We have to make sure we keep driving this home.
2: Yeah, she's fat. We get it. Ugh. While her date chugs a
0: diet Pepsi while talking to her. Oh, we get it. And he's skinny. And hey, he, fuck. And he's just mouthing off about his history as a troublemaker and how he needs to go to military school or some shit like that this dude has no game you don't talk about your troubled past to try and get the girls no
2: but he's trying to make himself seem like a bad boy
0: well what you do is you just look like a bad boy and mm-hmm. then you hint at it yeah that you you've got trouble maybe, maybe you've had some maybe problem. you steal
2: some street signs have them in
0: your room <laughs> no god no that doesn't work at all how do you know that for sure <laughs> you steal some street walkers and keep them in your room <laughs> then they know you got a past. i think you went a little overboard <laughs> <laughs> that's how i do things Matt. they cut from the table load of food that they show during this whole diatribe about her eating too much and then when they cut back it's all gone because you know apparently Mickey has to eat everything in sight around her at all times because fat jokes people we need to do it we need more of those and then after this Melody pulls out the game of Twister they seem a little less than stoked to be playing Twister with three girls and they cut from this to Twister in the backyard they all fall on the very first move just putting their hand down they all fall over this is the worst game of Twister i've ever seen kind of think they were trying to blame that on mickey again because fat jokes yeah i'm pretty sure and fuck you movie for this this is not funny they cut from that to frat guys pulling the piss yourself routine this is really how lame these assholes are on a saturday night they've got nothing better to do than try and dip another frat brother's hand in warm water just to try and make himself piss himself they don't have any drugs they don't have any alcohol, they don't have anything else to do, even with their interspecies erotica friendly frat, (laughs) than to just go ahead and stoke this poor guy's hand in warm water. You mean BC No, I mean interspecies erotica, fuckhole. (laughs) You just want me to deliver that line. (laughs) Constantly. Yeah, apparently. So they go in to pull this prank, and when they go to grab the hand, they realize that the guys aren't there because the hand falls out, kind of Ferris Bueller's day off style. Yeah. And so they want to know where these guys are, because they're all pissed off that they don't get to torture them and make them piss themselves because apparently these assholes have nothing better to do with their lives. They figure it out and then they try to decide how to best torture the guys who split and are going to go get them at the tri Ate a Pie House. Can we just talk about how the tri Ate a Pie is probably the greatest wordplay this movie has. Yeah, yeah, it's, definitely. That's pretty good. Try Ate a Pie. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Eat a pie for chicken. Well done.
0: Oh, <laughs> that movie just uh, crushes my soul God now. Damn well. I know. It's so wrong. Uh, not me. Not
2: me. <laughs> not, not Gary. <laughs> uh,
0: uh-huh. All right, so we're back to the movie. The party at the Triada Pie house is starting to heat up, and because I don't want to write and describe what's happening, that leads to our next clip. How
6: oh, is fun. <laughs> More fun than a barrel full of shaved apes. <laughs> what do you want to do now? I don't know. Maybe
8: we could get back to the dorm pretty soon. Oh, come on, dude. Don't be a party pooper.
7: Yeah, it's early. It's only 30.
8: Alright, just a little bit longer. So, anybody got any cards?
7: I've got a better idea. Why don't we have a stay-on? Marcy, what'd I tell you about that weird stuff? Oh,
8: come on, it'll be fun. <clears throat> it'll give me a chance to use my crystal ball. <gasps> crystal ball? She bought it at a flea market.
7: Well, count me out. I want no part of it.
8: It's okay, Mickey. There's no harm in it. What's it supposed to do, anyway?
7: Or see into another world? Communicate with the dead?
8: I thought that's what I've been doing all night.
7: Hey, Kevin, come on, help me clear the table.
0: Yeah. Oh. Hey, Mickey, what are you so worried about?
7: I just don't like it, that's all. I mean, it's tampering with things that man is
6: not meant to know.
8: Hey, I saw that movie, too.
6: Oh, you did.
8: First, I have to sit through Marcy's life story and pictures while you two sing 15 choruses of Row, Row, Row Your Boat. And then I'm nearly crushed to death by Mickey the oh. Monster while playing Twister, and now I have to put up with some spook show? Stop your whining. It beats the hell out of sitting around the dorm room being mentally abused by Phil and his Besides, I think Marcy likes you. (laughs) Oh, great. You know what they say about girls who wear glasses? What? What do they say? So, uh, how does this work?
7: Don't ask me. Marcy's the expert. Well? I've never done it before. I've only read about it in a book. What book? The complete witch. Oh, that's it. I'm not sitting still for this. Oh, come on, Mickey. Don't be a spoiled sport.
8: Mickey, it's okay. We're all here. Nothing's going to happen.
7: Okay. Okay, how do we start? Well, first we must draw a hexagram. A six-pointed star on the table. Oh, no. The girls would break if we mark up their dining set. Can't we get by without it? I guess so. But we have to make the room darker. Two candles flanking the glow.
8: Sounds romantic.
7: Two candles coming up. Oh, I don't think we should be doing this. Now what? I must incant the six names of
8: power. Okay. I have to look them up. Where the hell did that come from? Okay, let's see. Crystals. Crystal gazing. See scrying. Here we go. Scrying.
7: Six names of power. <laughs>
8: what is that? The yellow pages to the twilight zone? <laughs> Quiet. Elohim. Adonai. Zeboa. Elyon. Sate, Tetragrammaton.
7: Everyone hold hands. Whatever happens, do
8: not break the circle. What's going to happen?
7: Now we must decide who we want to try to contact so we can send a spirit guide to search for them. I had a dog I loved one.
8: What do you want it to do? Bark at you from beyond the grave? Hey, how about my stepdad? I I could find out if he still wants me to go to military school.
7: Spirits, hear me! Send forth one among you
8: who can travel across your world of darkness. Someone to guide us through the black abyss. And don't forget to bring a flashlight. Hey, that's not my stepdad. Who
7: are you?
3: I am Omar, guardian of the greater Boogie Boogie. I too in life sought to commune with the spirit world. And now I am a part of it. What happened to you? There are many very strange, weird and powerful forces in this world. Some are much too terrible to learn. i done with things that a man was not meant to know. I told you! Even now, the females among you are in very great danger. They have but one chance left. Save their influence to the
7: world. do so, Guys, I'm getting scared.
3: Why are only the girls in danger? Because they have gotten more sensitive. They are attuned to the psychic vibrations.
8: What can we do to protect ourselves?
3: We must pass on to you three the secret that I learned too late. Had I known it, I would still be alive today. Oh,
7: well, come on, what is it?
3: This secret is not meant for the heroes of others. It is to be kept by you three alone. You must been making contact with the Christians. Wait, what about not breaking the circle? Do not question. If you do not do exactly what I say, then I cannot be held responsible for the evil that may be you. Kevin,
8: we have to do what he says. But how do you know you can trust him? Who'd ever believe a talking
3: head? You better believe me, Buster. It's almost too late. Reach out, touch the crystal. Touch the crystal. Touch it it. now. Did you really think that I would do you harm?
0: okay once again a lot to unpack in that clip
2: hi racism welcome back you know through all this misogyny and fucking bat shaming and homophobia homophobia i almost uh, disparaging
0: forgot. of interspecies erotica
2: yeah uh, uh, what what <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. I almost forgot about you, racism. Welcome back to the <laughs> to the fucking party, I guess.
0: Welcome back to the fold. Oh, and the fat shaming that goes on. Every time she sits in a chair, moves the chair, there's creaking. Yeah. There's the cracking sound of the wood. There's large thumps as she sits down. At one point, she puts her arms on the table. They even make the table creak whenever she does that. That was ridiculous. Yes. I don't mind the
1: sound effects so much later, but these sound effects are kind of offensive. You know?
0: (laughs) No, the sound effects later are offensive as well. I'm just distracted by the copious amounts of nudity. (laughs) To be perfectly honest.
1: I'm still not not offended, though.
0: The thing that, like, super bugs me, though, I mean, like, super bugs me about this, is all three of these nerd guys, the guys that are supposed to be having a good time hanging out with these ladies they act like them being home alone is somehow better than them hanging out and just having some fun with some girls because they don't fit this ideal that they think that they need to fit they're like acting like they're all ashamed and there's something wrong with this like especially the one guy that just constantly all he does is whine the entire time oh my god in that particular clip like I want to punch that dude in the face from this point forward every
1: time he's on screen
0: yep <laughs> I hate every single man in this movie except for Kevin, he's kind of the only good dude out of all of them.
1: Yeah, Are we, t- we talk about the guy with the worst the terrible shirts all the time. The the with the I don't know. I think he was the one with the blonde hair. He's the one that in the clip was
0: basically complaining about everything that was happening, and then he really starts talking bad about Mickey, and then uh, you know talking about how she's heavy and that like she almost crushed him, and refers to her in very very yes. fucking mean terms. And mm-hmm. then he freaks out, and then Kevin's like, "Look, you should stick around. I think Marcy kind of likes you, which is Brink Stevens' character. So it's supposed to be his date to is marcy and then he just gets even more pissy about it too yeah it's the one with the glasses the one that was like he's the most fucking misogynistic character out of all of them he needs an ass weapon yeah and he's the most judgmental of everybody else and it's like dude you're trying to overcompensate for the fact that you're falling short in all those areas
1: these are roommates (laughs) who masturbate with the lights on people is all i'm saying you know
2: (laughs)
0: while maintaining eye contact and pretending like there's something wrong with that
1: yeah yes
2: (laughs)
0: And can we just talk about like what's what's wrong with a little homosexual sex when it's just two guys helping each other out
1: <laughs> clip well, D- dutch rudder you know come on now not even
0: just dutch rudder it's just basically you know switch it and taking turns at bat <laughs> when, when it's time to
1: go yeah all right, yeah. i mean I got lowly and it was cold outside yeah it's not gay at all you know it's a fucking winter man <laughs>
0: <laughs> you gotta snuggle up in that tent when you're out there on the plains what are you
2: supposed to do in february <laughs>
0: Alright, so with this, the girls end up getting all rotoscopes shocked all to shit whenever the possession starts to take place. And we have some lightning strikes with all of this different animation. And this transforms them into three mostly naked, beautiful women that we all know and love, which is the Brink Stevens, the Michelle Bauer, and the Linnea Quigley. Oh yeah. Thank you, movie. That is three sets of boobs. Bump bump. For the rest of the movie, pretty much, these ladies wear just heels and and underwear and that's pretty much it and sometimes less so thank you movie <laughs> well, there's nothing wrong with that yeah power to the people all right but the nerdy guys have no idea how to deal with this they have no idea what to do i guarantee you i would have seen all three of them like that i would have been a pile of dust within seconds <laughs> just saying mm-hmm <laughs> Mm -hmm. the guys are all shocked they have no idea what to do about this and what just happened the ladies all lead the men into the kitchen at this point and are still mostly nude we're talking just panties and uh, high heels this is fucking amazing thank you movie Uh and in the high def you can pretty much tell what religion they are (laughs) I'm just saying they offer the guys a peach pie and get all sexual about it whenever Kevin actually cuts it the knife slices into the pie it's Symbolic. There's some innuendo there, and all the ladies get excited.
1: Yo. I can indeed de- de- eat a peach for hours, much like Nicholas Cage. Yes.
0: <laughs> mm. Wild at Heart reference, Gary. Way to go, man. <laughs> they do this little cutting thing, all the three of the ladies get all freaked out, and then he just basically hands the knife over to Melody, who ends up licking the cream off of the knife, all innuendo style. The rest of the f- everything's innuendo from here on out, folks. Mm-hmm.
2: I had
1: no idea, really. Just I'm just, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever,
2: dude. From, from, from this <laughs> out, you just want a constant guy going right after one end to yeah. Either that or
0: just somebody pops up like fucking quagmire. Giggity. Yeah, yeah, that too. <laughs> Every five Giggity, seconds. Giggity. Giggity. That one's also sexual. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So then Michelle Bauer's character of Mickey offers the guy some peach pie. And she says, who would like a, the first slice or something like that? Marcy replies, I'll take it. And grabs a whole handful right smack out of the center of the pie and starts eating it with a bite that is um, very sexualized. Giggity. Yeah, it's fucking hot. It really is the way that she mm. does it. Yeah. And then she says it's all moist and sticky. Oh. It's just how I like it. Describing the peach pie.
1: Oh, yeah, the the pie, indeed. Yes, the peach There's pie. There's
0: <laughs> no innuendo in this at all, guys. Uh, that or George Takai going, oh my. Then she offers a bite of the pie to one of the guys, Ooh. which which it seems like he actually accepts and is rather enjoying it. Mm-hmm. And because this is too enjoyable, they cut from that to the other frat rat assholes showing up and watching the proceedings from oh. the outside. They are shocked that these three men could pull such lovely ladies because apparently body image is all that matters in this particular world because it's the 1980s. In 80s talk, how'd those guys pull that kind of tail? That's essentially what they were saying. Mm -hmm. Marcy drops some of the pie on her date's shirt and then offers to clean it off for him, but her hands are already covered in pie. Oh, what to do? So she goes to clean it off by eating the pie directly off of his shirt, which he refuses, like a fucking idiot. It's a real
1: real weird science situation. Like We're going to take a shower with her. We're going to stand in the shower wearing underwear and shoes. That kind of deal, you know.
0: It's the duality of the sexualized nature of the human male that's being shown here very prevalent. Men like to be the aggressor normally. They don't like it when they have to deal with female desire. Female desire tends to scare most men, particularly the scared little boys that like to be bravado and talk macho horseshit. I guess they can't handle it. Whenever girls start showing desire back for them, these little boys go running in fear. I I prefer it. Well, yeah. <laughs> Duh. That's how I like living. The, that sounds like living the life, man. Exactly. I'm sorry, but if your significant other starts acting like these ladies are acting to come on to you, yeah, I'm I'm
2: canceling all plans I have and locking for it like the, the, the next house. couple of weeks. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. For like the next couple of minutes. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> weeks, minutes, whatever. Whatever. All I'm saying is. Listen, man i'm like 50 pounds overweight a couple of weeks will kill me
0: <laughs> more than a couple of minutes will kill you
2: yeah,
1: yeah. you got time to cuddle afterwards then see
0: yeah there you go <laughs> and finish the pie <laughs> 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 yeah <laughs> maybe put the sheets in the laundry maybe to wash probably. off all the yeah, stains yeah, from yeah. the beach <laughs> pie oh,
2: oh. Oh. i'm not in the food place so no thanks
0: oh you're
1: so lame <laughs> what?
2: just like one of the few things i'm not into
1: all right? <laughs> they call those swish videos man what's up you know?
2: squat cobbler
1: you know what squat cobbler is no i don't i don't know what a squat cobbler no, is
7: no
2: me neither what is
7: it what you two guys are cops hoboken squat cobbler full moon moon pie
1: boston cream splat <laughs> seriously simple simon the ass man Dutch apple ass, guys, am I not speaking English here? What the hell is a squad car? It's when a man sits in pie. He sits in a
0: pie and he he wiggles around. Mickey just straight up smashes an entire peach pie onto her breast, rubbing it all around on her boobs. She's she's covered in cream pie. She's covered in Mm. peach pie as well. Mm. It's all there. Mm. Which then triggers Melody to basically do the same by grabbing what's left in the pie pan and then smashing it onto her boobs and then forcing one of the guys to grab her breasts and rub the pie all over her boobs. So all the while that this is happening, Mars she is uh, doing the same thing in the background with her date trying to get him into rubbing stuff on her boobs too I mean holy shit movie what, what are you what are you trying to do I, I already love you courts
2: courts paused <laughs> it now several
0: times oh it took me a long time to write this review buddy <laughs> but the point is all of this is fucking amazing and holy shit what a fucking movie like <laughs> yeah at this point if you didn't know that this was the kind of movie that you were in for and you aren't enjoying yourself at this point in the movie I don't know What'd you tell you? You're either fucking dead or you just can't have a good time. Yeah, right? Because, like, it's obvious this movie has not taken itself serious from the jump. No. Everything in this movie is just wacky and fun and just stupid. Let's have a good time and just make an incidental horror movie on top of all of this other stuff. And by the time that (laughs) Michelle Powers' character of Mickey smashes the pie onto her own breast, if you didn't realize that's the kind of movie you were in for, (laughs) that's your own damn fault. Pretty much. (laughs) The movie comes from this to the fucking frat rat assholes outside one shouts god damn like I actually shouted earlier as I was watching what was unfolding in the film because keep in mind Matt I totally did not realize what I was about to see I've only ever seen the edited version when they're in lingerie
2: yeah exactly so you were very surprised
0: yeah and I knew it was probably going to be more salacious I didn't realize that it was essentially a softcore porn that we would be reviewing this week well I'm okay with it I mean did I sound like I was Uh, complaining no no, I was just you know i was okay with it i'm pleasantly surprised yes but the guy screams goddamn and then he is yelled at to shut up not only by me while writing the notes but all the other guys <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then the food play in the kitchen continues as the frat rat assholes outside are perplexed where these ladies even came from because apparently they know every girl on campus and they are not aware of them at all because how? they how weren't know? even women to them because before they were nerdy girls. How,
2: how, how do you know every girl on campus? You spend all your Saturday nights guarding a fucking door. And terrorizing your fellow frat males.
0: Yeah, I mean, you bastards. Yeah, they're just full of shit, blowhard assholes. Pure or, and or,
2: or, or they're fucking animals. <laughs> they're committing beastly.
0: They basically state in not so many words that these ladies should be actually riding on their Johnsons and not these other nerdy guys. They feel pretty jealous about it. Essentially, they state something along the lines of that these ladies don't know what they're missing because they haven't been introduced to their cocks as well. Oh, God. Yeah. And it's at this point in the film where I'm like, okay, where do I firmly sit here? I definitely do not agree with anything that these frat rat guys are saying, but at the same time, I'm really enjoying watching these women smash food all over themselves. Yeah. So where's the line? When do I become a pig at this point?
1: It's, it's it's like a magician you got nothing up the sleeve you don't want to just watch just pulling rabbits for you, you know. Just.
0: i feel like i'm being preached to by the movie but at the same time i feel like the movie's going no it's okay you can be a pig so i don't know where i land on this <laughs> and because i got confused and i didn't really feel like taking notes were your hands busy no okay <laughs> that's our next clip oh, this guy
7: is
5: fabulous
7: yeah
0: it so is this
1: mess
5: Oh, we'll worry about that later. But it's time to get ourselves cleaned up.
7: Yeah, I could do for a nice, hot bubble bath. Do you boys want to join us?
8: Well, wouldn't it be a little crowded?
7: Oh, don't be silly. We can always squeeze you in. <laughs> yeah, you could soap our back.
8: Oh, no. We wouldn't dream of intruding on your privacy. We wouldn't? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> you. You guys go ahead,
7: tidy up. We'll
8: wait for you down here. We will. But, yeah. but. Well, suit
2: yourselves. Oh. You boys will wait for it, won't you? Yes, yeah, so Oh, yeah. Don't run off. Oh, don't worry. Uh, we won't. Good. We'll be back in three
1: shades. At this point. Fuckin nerds. <laughs> <laughs> now, women, let me give you a warning, okay? If you think less of us, don't listen to the segment. video, think even less of us here, okay?
0: Oddly yeah. enough, I have very detailed notes in this next sequence. I wanted to make sure I got this correct.
2: Okay, that's good. You need to. I mean, this is this is important note taking.
0: No, I actually I like this guy Kevin because he actually said, no, I think you guys could probably use your privacy, even though he doesn't get that they specifically want them to actually jump that's, in the that's tub. That's why he's a fucking nerd. He's <laughs> not like getting it, nerd. Literally, not because. Yeah, 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 I mean, if those signals were obvious enough for Matt to understand yeah. it, then yeah, fucking dip. But the fact that he is reluctant to pursue female, obviously expressing desire, saved him from the fate of being turned into ash by having his cockpit off
2: Uh, no that's true i'm just saying take out all the seance stuff if this is just happening and he says that he's a fucking nerd
0: after this we get a sequence of the ladies let's just say bathing each other that is ruined by a voiceover of the guys coming to terms with the drastic changes of all three of them after the seance but still we have three scream queen icons and i don't mean to use the term scream queen to be offensive that's how they were described in the 80s they are in fact icons of horror, all three of them are naked in a bathtub together, constantly soaping each other up and looking like they're having one hell of a good time. They seem to be enjoying themselves. It's pretty fucking amazing, this sequence. I'm not going to complain. As a matter of fact, it reminds me so much of a Jim Wynorski film. Like, this seems to be the template for all of Jim Wynorski's later films whenever he started doing the Bear Wench and all of those kind of films that went straight to fucking yeah. Cinemax and everything. This seems like the template that they all followed. <laughs> Particularly the bathtub sequence, because it's almost exactly shot for shot this same kind of thing over and over again and because the sequence was quite amazing and because there was dialogue afterwards and uh i had to catch my breath that's our next clip (laughs) what makes you think there's something
8: wrong with them for one thing the way they're acting and another that guy in the crystal ball he was for real unless you think we're all hallucinating okay suppose something has happened suppose something from hell has gotten into them what do you expect us to do Call ghostbusters (laughs) (laughs) i don't know this is not something advanced trigonometry has prepared me for well if they do have a bad case of demons shouldn't we best Clear out. That's not very heroic. No, but it is smart. Let me think. The best thing we should do is hang around, at least till we figure out what we're up against. Okay.
0: Keep an eye on Yeah. So they cut away from that back to the girls in the bathtub, and it's at this point that I realized that I could probably watch these girls bathing each other for the next 30 minutes of the film that's left, and still absolutely love this movie. I, I It would have been a great movie. <laughs> Oscar worthy. The nerd boys go to spy on the girls because apparently they're not that good. They all want to take turns peeking into a keyhole, which is somehow better to them. Than actually having sex with them before they know that something's wrong.
2: We don't want to intrude on your privacy,
0: but we're going but we're to we're intrude on, on your, privacy. your privacy by spying what on you. What an asshole! <laughs> I just don't get it. It's the 80s, right? Yeah. Well, anyway, the nerdy boys go to spy on the girls when they should just go into the bathroom and turn into dust. Let's face it. This leads to extreme close-ups of each of the ladies soaping up body parts. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, thank you, movie. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much, movie. Oh, my. I already loved your movie but thank you
1: all I'm saying you're real quick to turn this 75 minute film into a 30 minute film real easy you know (laughs) (laughs) Matt
2: only
0: needs about two minutes of the film
2: Mm, better make it two and a half (laughs) I like to cuddle with myself
0: later (laughs) and you like to leave it playing while you clean up (laughs) yep I like to feel shame (laughs) this is the filthiest fucking Valentine's Day episode ever (laughs) it is (laughs) hooray that's saying something we're talking about self love people that's what you need to focus on for how Valentine's Day how can you love anybody else if you don't love yourself? Literally, you better yeah. learn what you're doing before you try to love somebody exactly. else. Yeah,
1: it's, it's kind of like Peter Pan. You think happy thoughts, and then but you know, lay on some towels beforehand, of course, if you're doing this. But you know, it's, it's, it happens. <laughs> You'll feel like you're flying
0: at some point in time. Each of the boys starts fighting over the ability to spy in through the keyhole when they could just very easily open the door and the girls would let them watch them bathe. I don't understand this other than it's just this help they may invite them they're in trying to do.
2: bathe with them they you already souls. did yeah you asked. Holes.
0: I Maybe. don't know, man. This Kevin, this doesn't seem so great either. It's at this point where I'm kind of like, okay, Kevin, what's going on here? But I don't blame him. I blame the fact that this is an '80s movie and they have to have keyhole spying sequences. I
2: don't know. I'm, I'm starting to blame him a little bit too. Okay, so Kevin's off the list of good yeah, guys yeah, in this. Yeah, point. there's no good guys in this. Yeah,
0: I'm, I'm turned around with my new modern values. I can't look at Kevin as a good guy at this point anymore for spying through a keyhole. He should at the very when
2: he was blatantly when they blatantly offered for him to join them, and then he said no because he didn't want to violate their fucking privacy so he
0: becomes a pee-pee to violate their fucking privacy making him a hypocrite and a candidate for the Republican Party.
1: Uh, uh, pretty much. T- to be fair they asked for help so it was consensual they openly asked for help it's not it's not. It's consensual it's not harassment you know. They asked
0: for help but they didn't ask for them to spy through a keyhole like a bunch of fucking perverts. I know they wanted them in the tub with them there's a big difference but
1: I, so, I, they, I, so they're bashful they're bashful it's okay. No you know? fuck that
2: fuck them. Fucking nerds <laughs> <laughs> fucking, peeping tom, fucking nerds i'm mad at him right now
0: <laughs> yeah i am kind of with Matt on this man i they shouldn't be going to the peeping tom at the very least they should have the muster to knock on the door and say hey, do you need help with that loofah yeah right
2: <laughs> hey were loofahs even a thing back then
1: i don't know but i don't know who. yeah fine the loofahs would cover up the lady party yes they did drop the soap at some point during the sequels i was paying very close attention <laughs>
0: Actually, three times in total, Gary, but I don't, nobody was counting. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I don't know if you noticed or not, but the sequence that they played over top of the guys talking was the exact same sequence they played later on with the actual audio of the girls talking. Mm-hmm. Almost shot for shot with the exact same edits and match we are,
1: we, we are critiquing a film after all. You right. Know,
0: it's, right. I just, I had to say that there was a, you know, whenever they reuse shots in movies, I have to comment on it regardless of the content. <clears throat> and that's fine. I told you it took me a long time to do this review, man. I know, I know. The main nerd guy is still trying to convince the other two that there is definitely something wrong with these girls that they're not normal the reason that they're acting like this has something to do with the seance and they can't forget that and one of the guys says that he absolutely doesn't even care what happened at this point he's just ready to go and he doesn't know why they should even care and that's when Kevin points out that under no circumstances should they have sex with these girls this is a bad idea there's something bad that's going to happen then they cut from this to the fucking frat rats spying on the girls from the outside they're looking in on the bathing beauties which anytime a movie does this where they show a guy staring through a keyhole or through a window and then they show the thing that the guys are staring at and then we're voyeur watching them I feel like a fucking creep mm-hmm. and, and then this- you
2: get creeped out
0: at this point I'm starting to feel like a real fucking creep because I hate the frat rats I'm not happy about the guy spying through the keyhole I would much rather just um, show the girls bathing and yeah,
1: and, yeah and- way too much expository dialogue in this scene way too much yeah you know. <laughs> <Gee. laughs> yeah
0: Yeah, it takes away from the bathing beauties. And because there is way too much expository dialogue going on in this particular sequence with the particular rat rats and everyone discussing the bathing beauties. And because I apparently needed to catch my breath again, that's another clip. I don't know
8: how you expect me to handle it if Marcy starts coming on to me. Try not to think about sex. Well, that's easy for you to say. Think about something else. Think about baseball. Baseball, yeah. Getting to first base, second base, slamming it home, going all the way! On second thought, forget baseball. Freddy, will you
7: come out? help me with something in my room?
8: Uh, uh, oh, please. I, I, what do I do? Go with it. But remember what I said. Keep cool and hands off. Right? Do you think you can handle it alone? I hope so. We can't let them get us all hot and bothered. Speaking of hot and bothered, uh, I'm going to go get a drink of water. You want anything? No, I'm fine.
0: Alright, so the end of this clip actually leads to Marcy trying to seduce her particular nerdy guy who needed a drink and she's doing this by being dressed up like a little girl and she's got pigtails and she's licking on a giant fucking lollipop and she asks him if he wants to play with her and it's official I am completely turned off by all of this. Mm -hmm. Gross movie. Yeah. Just gross. I don't like this at all. (laughs) This should not be a Thing. no but it is a thing it's a
6: thing yuck
0: <laughs> it's a thing it's a thing okay there's a lot of things that i won't judge people for this is a thing i will judge you for <laughs> well,
1: i just found this for this this week there's a porn parody of rugrats called tugrats i'm not sure who they made oh, that for but um, oh, come fuck. on My i'm not sure they made ruined. that i'm not sure they made that for but uh it's it's there apparently Ugh, gross yeah this real gross. Is gross
0: real gross real gross gary real, real gross gary
1: it's nice. a, it's, oh.
0: a, it's official. It's only for show now. Yeah.
2: Gotcha. <laughs> By the way, Gary, we're blaming you for this.
0: <laughs> it's your fault. Yeah, the rest of the show is ruined now, Gary. Yeah. Thanks. Way to go. God damn it.
2: We're trying to have a classy show here, and you're coming in here like a fucking garbage person and ruining it.
3: <laughs> no, he's classy actually... Classy show, man. <laughs>
0: this was never a classy <laughs> show, first of all. Second of all, he's just pointing out that, yes, that grossness does exist, yes. and it gets far worse. Ugh. That's what Gary does for us.
1: Gary, Look at the way she's at that lolly, man. I'm all... I'm all for that man you know just no. No. just no just when
2: we think it can't get any worse that's why we have Gary that's because he'll point
0: out that it is much worse Ugh, man just the Rugrats thing is gonna ruin me for the rest of the night just because it wasn't creepy enough she then starts dating in very baby-like talk that her mommy and daddy are gone and they are all alone so they should play doctor I'm feeling really uncomfortable okay I even wrote this in my notes what kind of pedophile horseshit is this <laughs> Ugh. It made me feel really uncomfortable. Dude, yeah, gross. She then says, come on, we can do it in the backyard, referring to playing doctor, I'm assuming. Thankfully, the movie cuts away from this, but then they cut to the frat rat assholes who are hiding when Marcy leads her nerdy guy out. They cut from that to the blonde guy is asking Mickey where she went because she leads him to her bedroom to try and, quote unquote, help her with something. <laughs> I think that's what she said, <laughs> yeah. right? Whatever. Fucking Michelle Bauer asks you to her bedroom for help for something. You fucking go. <laughs> you help. You just fucking go. He asked where she went and then a door just miraculously opens out of nowhere because that's not creepy or, or you know, disheartening. Nothing. nothing wrong with that at all. Yeah. And it's right directly behind him when he says, where are you? And then she says here in that very Michelle Bauer tone that many of us have grown very accustomed to hearing in these types of films. And it's an entire jungle room and she's laying on the bed and she is dressed in a very, um, me, Tarzan Eugene kind of outfit. Yes. Yes. That particular bikini be- the the fake ripped up bikini. Mm-hmm. Michelle Bauer apparently made that costume for oh, herself. Nice. Yeah, you know, inventive. I, would, I promised I would tell you each of the costume yes. details as I knew them. That's another little tidbit that I did not know. What? Very skilled young woman to be able to make that article of clothing to look like a, a jungle woman or like a. Uh, prehistoric cave girl or whatever, yeah. but still she made it. Yeah. And I thought it was a professionally made thing. I mean, it looked great. <laughs> yeah. So I just wanted to point that out. Multi-faceted, multi-talented Michelle Bauer.
1: Multi, multi, semi-semi, no, that's something else. I'm sorry. You know, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Gary goes dragging us right back through the muck when well, I'm trying to pull us out that's why we love you buddy that's why we love you well, I love try you. I try well done as she is there to present herself and try to entice him into the bed with her she pops up her backside and says let's get primitive and it's at this point I'm convinced that I also would once again be turned to ash yeah you're dead no self control dead none at all dead all the way the nerd wanders in then the door closes right behind him and then they cut from this to an extremely blurry shot of Marcy and her date sitting on the twister mat. She says it's her turn to examine him because apparently she talked him into examining her quote unquote. Oh geez. He talks her into playing hide and seek and because she's pretending to be a little girl she goes along to play with this game. She counts to 10 like immediately and then he tells her that she needs to count slower and as she closes her eyes and starts counting slowly to 10 he is kidnapped by the frat rat assholes and dragged off out of frame. She goes looking for him and then and they cut from this to Mickey eating grapes to her date in her primitive cave woman type outfit, then beginning to peel a banana and then performing mock oral sex on it, mm-hmm. and then she just goes ahead and swallows the thing whole, like no, not man. even one I, bite. I, dead.
1: I, I dead. I know it's true. I know, and I watched it in HD, and I know it's trick photography. But let me tell you, her taking that banana—just you know—it does so many things to me I can't explain. You know, back to food again, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not trying to take result down here all i'm
0: saying is that seeing that on film performed it the way it was and then put into hd even with the trick photography this particular banana scene beats out the banana scene from the movie that we did last week yes <laughs> by far by far <laughs> As much as in, no ifs and or buts. No, two weeks ago in Cry of a Prostitute. Yeah, two, two weeks two ago. Two weeks was Cry ago, of you're Barbara. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Cry of a Prostitute, where Barbara Boucher is just working it. And this this is better for two reasons. It's not at the dinner table. Is number one. Yeah. With everybody else trying to eat while she's performing oral I'm on the banana. I'm to fucking eat here. And number two, you have to respect the fact that she swallowed the banana whole. Yeah. Just from a competitive eating standpoint. Respect, man. She's gonna win. <laughs> competitive <laughs> she's eating. Just, she's that's for the, the, the route
2: I'm going with this. Also, also. This movie, uh, where it has better uh, banana-eating skills uh, than the one two weeks ago, has better topless scenes than the one we did do a
0: week ago with Leslie Nielsen. Uh, Let's agree to disagree on that. (laughs) (laughs) Leslie Nielsen, without a shirt on, screaming about how he wants to fight a bear, Mm. has a whole other sexual charm to it. (laughs) All right, you can only watch one. Go. Nightmare Sisters. No, I figured. Hands down. Yeah, see, it's the same one. It took me longer to say it than to decide. Yeah. <laughs> it's only because it's two words. Yes, that mock oral sex banana thing just completely sends this movie completely over the top. If you weren't enjoying yourself before and then yeah. you see that happen, the innuendo that they throw in that and the way that the guy reacts to it is gold. And the funny thing about that is even in the USA TV cut, that still happens. Yes. <laughs> Where she swallows the banana. hole, They still leave that in.
2: They used to be cool in
0: USA. (laughs) That was the best. (laughs) They cut from this ruining it all once again to the fucking frat rat assholes tossing the tied up nerdy kid into the garage because apparently they need to kidnap them and belittle them as well saying that they should go get the other two to make sure that the house is cleared out for them to have a good time. They cut from this to Mickey goes to mount her date. He distracts her and then darts off just as the frat rats come in to kidnap him. Mickey grabs one of the three frat rats and drags him into her room because this demon succubus has no concern over what the guy is as long as it's a young male that it can consume. They cut from this to Marcy still looking for her particular date, wandering around. And then they cut from this to one of the frat rats is getting ready to throw down with a very topless Mickey. Once again, Michelle Bauer, no top on. Thank you, movie. Thank you, movie. He then strips down to completely new nude, and when he climbs into bed, they have this really smooth deft movement where he climbs in and she crawls on top of him, blocking anything for where you don't see him naked. They really frame that well, and yeah. they really choreographed that well. They did. I don't know how they did that, but you have to fucking admire that. Applaud that shooting. Particularly because that most of that work was done with Michelle Bauer to try and cover that dude. Yeah. Multifaceted, multi-talented, just all-around wonderful Michelle Bauer. <laughs> yes. Cut from this to frat, rat rats tying up two of the nerdy guys. They have two of them kidnapped at this point, and they're in the garage. Now, is this the haunted garage of the band that is performing?
1: Possibly. Mm. Could be.
0: I'm just saying. And they notice that their third dude has disappeared. He's completely gone missing, so they cut from this to Mickey and the missing frat rat dude throwing down. She says that he tastes so good he responds in a very douchey way. Nothing but USDA prime. Mom, 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 mom. Wow. Yes, indeed. You take a compliment from a beautiful young woman who is pleasuring you and you throw a compliment back to her. That's all I'm saying, dude. Yeah. That's all you yeah. got to do. Yeah. That's I mean, not hard.
2: That's, they don't know how to do that.
0: <laughs> well, no, they're selfish. They don't fucking... know how
2: to do that. They don't know how to give a
0: woman totally. an orgasm. That's the things they don't know how to do. She then says she wants to taste more of him or something like that. He tells her to help yourself. Kind of okay with that line. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> that, that's pretty that's standard. Fine. Sure. Right. Consensual. It's fine. See?
0: Yeah. And then she starts heading south. Literally and nibbling all the way down on his chest. I don't know if I should read this note (laughs) that I have afterwards. Fuck it. Holy shit, Michelle Bauer. That is fucking sexy as hell. Holy shit. I need a nap.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Can I I ask you something? You look
0: dehydrated. Are you okay? I'm fine. You're fine? Everything's okay? (laughs) I wrote these jokes into my notes because I knew we were going to do them, so I just threw them in there. All of a sudden, she begins to perform oral on him. They hint at this with the movie, and then she starts growing what looks like where wolf teeth and then bites off his dick most guys would probably be turned off by this for some reason this got me hotter
2: yeah
1: if if you gotta go go with a smile looks like the Joker said so you know
0: (laughs) absolutely there are worse ways to get killed I suppose they cut from this to Melody dressed in a sequence dress that's kind of red she walks over and leans against the piano and says hi to her particular guy and then offers to play him some music she rips off her dress and starts screaming hit it and then sings a very punky tune and I checked on it this actually is Linnea Quigley the actress yeah. herself performing the music I guess she was in a band huh? yeah, I, Linnea, Linnea in the skirts absolutely and judging from the music that we hear in this film pretty fucking good too it was pretty entertaining I dug the music and I listened oh, to it without her dancing around topless just want to state that uh, still enjoy the song <laughs> I don't
1: think they ever had an album I think they just had like a single and that's about it really yeah it was a cool fucking song
0: and I pulled it out of the movie for the show so there you go folks she is mostly topless during this performance as her breasts continue to fall out of the outfit that she's wearing and it's a very punky outfit as she's doing the performance in this little musical number and it's a really decent tune and the performance of her dancing about and being mostly topless is pretty fucking awesome so once again thank you movie I haven't thanked you for a while because I, I just so awesome you, you haven't stopped so thank you for all of the above <laughs> except for the guys yeah thank you <laughs> As she performs, the last nerdy boy is kidnapped while she's doing her performance, and Melanie's possessed stealth doesn't care at all that there's this new dude just sitting there on the couch all of a sudden. She puts the moves on him, despite his lame excuses, and there is serious porno level of innuendo and in dialogue here. He talks about being a plumber, he's there to fix a leaky faucet or a leaky sink. He doesn't usually make house calls, and he doesn't have his tools to do the fixing or something like that. Then she asks if he brought his snake he says yes then they make with the fucking as she then immediately hops on top of
1: him and mounts him wait i don't get those jokes man i don't get them at all just, just, <laughs> i'm lost really she asks if yeah. his snake can clean out her pipes gary it's just, it's just asking the pipes is it's plenty maybe they have roots it, it, this thing's happened, you know i don't know why you guys are believing real people's problems you know this is some some never mind go back to the tips yeah
0: <laughs> no she was referring to her plumbing as her vagina and the snake is his penis are you sure yeah, i'm i've Pretty sure whoa, whoa, that whoa, that's whoa, the level whoa, whoa, of innuendo whoa, whoa. that's in this film. Whoa, whoa. Slow it up. What now? Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Now you've infected him with your fucking <sighs> craziness, Gary. You see wait, what wait, you've wait.
2: done? She thinks her thing of one thing, and his thing's another thing? Damn!
0: It's That's how innuendo works, dude. Mm.
1: Oh, he's talking about his penis. I see. I see how ah. it is. Now. Yes. Oh, I, got yeah. Yeah. Right, well, I
0: get it now. Speaking of his penis, they cut away from this to Melody licking and nibbling her dude's chest, telling him he's big and strong. She she asks if he ever did any acting he then says no and asks her why she says it is because she wants to give him quote unquote a bit part mm. uh, get it yeah get that's it? a good, joke. That's that a good was, joke that was the cleverest of all the innuendo yes. that they did in the movie that was fucking hilarious I should have just pulled that segment you as should a have clip. Pulled that clip Yeah, I was too busy pulling something else. <laughs> oh And I even wrote in my notes, Jesus, that was actually funny. That should have been a clip. (laughs) You weren't too busy not to write it down, though. I (laughs) multitask. I'm multi-talented court psyops. All right, so she grows the werewolf fangs like the other lady from earlier and bites off his dick, apparently. They cut from this to the nerdy guys still trying to convince the main frat rat to let them go and to stay away from the girls. The guy leaves. They cut from that to Melody, cleaning up her victim's moldering ashes as Marcy returns lamenting that her guy got away. Melody gathers up the clothing and then says that hers did not. The last frat rat runs in to both Melody and Mickey as he thinks he's going to get to fuck both of them. They basically say, what about poor Marcy? Leave some for her or something like that. And then (laughs) her schoolgirl looks apparently turn on this guy who says my don't you look young an innocent, gross movie. Ugh. They cut from this to the nerdy guys fighting and arguing as they try to get loose. Boxes keep falling onto their heads and I gotta say at this point, I wanted one of them to die by a TV or something falling pretty on. Much. Particularly the one in the back, which I pretty much hated the I most. One of them all to die at this point. Yeah, but then who would save these poor helpless girls from the possession? They save themselves because they're strong women. I would hope so. Mm-hmm. But they're possessed and that's a hard thing to beat yeah, even for a strong so... woman. Yeah, I'm just trying to help them out, alright? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> then they cut from this to the nightmare kidland of a room that happens to be Marcy's room. As the ladies lead the frat rat in, they get him into the bed, convincing him he is getting to have sex with all three of them. And let's face it, that is worth possibly dying for if you think that's going to happen.
1: Well, you got you got Brink Stevens dressed in a dominatrix outfit. That's what's happening next. <laughs> this is happening next, yes. Yeah, I'm sorry. There's absolutely
0: some more innuendo that they're joking around trying to convince the guy that he's getting to buck. And that's when Brink-Stevens comes in as her character, Marcy, dressed in a dominatrix outfit. Yes.
2: Oh, we nailed some with Gary right there. Oh, it's mm-hmm. not just Gary. Yeah. No.
0: <laughs> that outfit on Brink-Stevens is fucking amazing. There's a reason why it looks so good. That's hers. She also brought that to the set. I knew it. Now, that particular outfit, when I saw that, I was like, that movie couldn't afford this. And I thought in the back of my head, I bet that's hers. Yeah. And so when I looked up some facts and found out that that's know, some behind-the-scenes that's
2: exactly what yeah. I thought.
0: And then when I found that out, I'm like, Brink Stevens, what do you got going on in your bourgeois there, lady? Wouldn't you like to know? Yes!
1: <laughs> I'm fucking asking. <laughs> You'd like to know, yes, indeed.
0: <laughs> okay, so... She walks in with a dominatrix outfit. Now we are fucking talking. <laughs> so Gary and I are both very into this. This movie just Stay got She starts what? whipping him and says, it is party time. And in my notes, I wrote, fuck, yes, it is. I'm really into this, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> he tries to back out, say, that he can take any kind of pain as long as it doesn't hurt too much. He's trying to be all macho and shit. They cut from this to the hallway as the whipping and spanking noises commence with Mm -hmm. (laughs) this fucking frat rat guy screaming, not the face. That's usually not my battle cry in this time of play. (laughs) Anyway, the nerdy boys end up getting loose because apparently one of them finally remembered that he keeps a Swiss army in his underwear. They say jockey shorts, but they mean underwear. You fucking idiots. Who keeps any kind of sharp object in their underwear?
2: What are these motherfuckers?
0: <laughs> Apparently, whatever. They go looking for the demon girls that are all possessed, and one of them dressed in leathery bondage gear and whipping a man. Okay, we're almost done. Got to focus. If, if,
1: if you <laughs> haven't seen it, hotter than Barbara Cranston and From Beyond. I'll say it. I'll say it all day long. You know, wow, that's bald, Gary. Well, brink Stevens uh, solidified my my love at early age uh, of a, of a white girl with a nice ass, and she has she's got a nice ass for a white girl, and uh, it shows pretty well. <laughs> in this scene and in the uh, bathtub scene and in many other scenes but uh yeah, here's especially
0: I will not argue that Brink Stevens is a very lovely woman I will not argue that Brink Stevens had an amazing body particularly in this particular scene where she's dressed up in the dominatrix outfit but better than Barbara Crampton I don't even want to compare the two because they're both so beautiful if much,
1: I, like our, much like our, our frat boys I, I'm quite the ass man myself but in, in that sense so <laughs> there, there you go
0: and with that the nerdy guys Hear the dude getting the shit beaten out of him. He finally breaks as he says he will do whatever they want. Just stop hurting him because he apparently can't take a little whipping here and there. They go for the dick eating automatically as they all munch down on him. He even encourages this and says he has enough for all three of them or something like that. And they say, we certainly hope so as they all go in for the munchdown. The nerdy boys see this and split. And that leads to our next clip.
8: Holy cow. Did you see what happened? Yeah, she
0: bit him in the cojones and that was the end
8: of him. Just disintegrated. They should have listened to us. They sure made an ash out of him. We have got to do something about us. Yeah, but what? Can you imagine telling this to the cops? I know. We can't do anything to hurt the girls either. Remember, it's not their fault. It's whatever's inside them. We need an, an exorcist or something. That's it. That's what'll do it. I and mean, just where are we going to find one? In the Yellow Pages? Don't be a moron. I think what we need to do is contact a church or a synagogue. Dad. Don't you think it's kind of late to be going around waking up priests? This is an emergency, isn't it? Here it is. Exorcist. What? Let me see. Lanchester Parent, exorcist, specializing in demons, hobgoblins, and poltergeists. Satisfaction guaranteed, 24-hour service, all major credit cards accepted. Only in California. Someone's coming! Grab the phone. Jesus, that was close. Quick, dial the phone before someone else comes. Good, it's ringing. Hello? Yes, I'm in need of an exorcism. No, no, not me personally. Demon possession, I think. Urgent, yeah, I'd say it was urgent. No, tomorrow afternoon is too late. Can't you come tonight? Time and a half after midnight? All right, never mind the cost. Just get over to 943 Sorority Row and meet us in the garage, okay? Thanks. He's on his way. Wait, let's get out of here.
5: Where's the spook? In the house. There are three of them. No one told me anything about three. That's going to cost extra. Okay, fine. Well, wait a minute. How do we know this guy's for real? You doubt my credibility? I'll have you know I'm a leading authority of the supernatural in North America. Second only to Von Helsing in the entire world.
8: Calm down, dude. Don't piss this guy off. He's our only hope. He looks like a wacko to me. What do you expect from an exorcist who takes American Express? Besides, what choice have we got?
5: Heart pills? Breath I And shawarma for dinner. Let's get started. Look, now before we begin, I must know some of the details the age and sex of the possessed. About 19 or 20, all females. And when was it that they displayed the first signs of abnormality?
8: Earlier this evening we were playing a game, using a crystal ball.
5: That's nothing to be playing with. I remember a, a 12 year old back east, couldn't keep her hands off the Ouija board. The next thing she was talking like a sailor, spitting up pea soup and jacking off with religious artifacts. That sounds familiar, were you involved with that? Was I involved? I performed the exorcism myself. But did I get any credit for it? Huh. Did I get any royalties? No. I didn't even get invited to the preview. Ungrateful bastards. Father, let's get back to business. I'm not your father, you little shit. I'm not even a priest. Let's uh,
8: calm down. Take it easy, dude.
5: Uh... Oh, no. we? Oh, yes. Uh, and uh, in what ways have these spirits menaced themselves? Well, they seem to be pretty horny. Mm, priest sexual appetite. <laughs> I'll say. They're like animals. Ah, oh, that number of things. Uh, what else? Well,
8: they disintegrated our friend. Actually, that's not true. They didn't disintegrate. No, he wasn't our friend. In fact, he was kind of an asshole. He sure was. Yeah. Well, how did this happen? They bit him. They
5: bit his dork and he crumbled to dust. Oh, my god. I yeah, know, it's pretty disgusting. Well, no, that, that's not what I mean. This is no ordinary demon you have. This is a succubus. A succu what A succubus. It is an evil spirit who seeks to satisfy its incredible lust with mortal men, destroying them in the process. That sounds like it, all right. You mean there are three of them? There's probably only one, but it can possess a body of many at the same time. How do we get rid of it? First, I must exercise it from the girls' bodies. Otherwise, if any harm comes to the succubus, it would affect them as well. And once it's out of them? Then we must fight it in its true form. That's easier said than done. Now, the succubus, like its male counterpart, the incubus, is of the lowest order of demons. It's thick-skinned and stupid but they've been known to put up quite a battle. What should we do? I will need all of you on hand to assist. I'm not going into this alone. This is an ornery month. I will need a variety of herbs. Mickey's got a spice rack in the kitchen. I'll go get it. We should also have something to confine the spirits with. They won't sit still for an exorcism. I think I saw some rope back here. What do you want me to do? Well, You may have the most important job of all. Now, someone has to distract the demon while we secure it.
8: (laughs) You mean be a decoy? No way, not me.
0: Okay, so that was the plan. They're going to call an exorcist who wasn't a priest but apparently is the original exorcist from The Exorcist. Yeah. I love the line about how the girl couldn't keep her hands off a Ouija board. That was a (laughs) masturbation joke waiting to happen. Of course. Yeah, and that's why her head spins now or whatever. Go blind! Yeah. They cut from this to the decoy boy goes in to distract the succubus girls. The trio surround him and chase him into what I guess is like the living room of this particular sorority house. They are caught up in a net then placed on a star of David as the exorcism begins now they talked about a hexagram where they're going to do a six-sided star which apparently is a sign of good
2: yeah <laughs> which I is, don't know
0: it's just basically the star of David is a hexagram yeah I guess yeah. whatever I don't care movie you, you you do you movie you treated me so well so far minus the guys in this film you, you go ahead movie you do what you do <laughs> all right, so they're set on the star of David and then an exorcism begins all of the girls are speaking innuendo and come on lines as As if they're possessed demons, the comedy in this fucking scene works really fucking well. I didn't pull clips on it or anything like that, but the exorcism, from the time the priest shows up to the very end of the movie, any of the stuff that I had problems with with the cheeseball comedy earlier in the film, they more than made up for with this stuff for me. All the possession jokes, the priest jokes that I pulled the clip for, all of that shit was gold to me. Yeah, it was great. I mean, I was already having a good time with all the nudity and the craziness that was going on, (laughs) but then this cornball exorcism shit was just like, I'm completely in love with the movie at this point. <laughs> completely in love with it. The demon is separated, and it laughs like an evil cartoon character. Did anybody else notice that? He,
1: he looks like Eddie from the Iron Maiden albums.
0: Those are my notes exactly. I said it manifests <laughs> as a puppet that looks like Iron Maiden's Eddie. Yeah, <laughs> it really did. It does. You were so right, dude. He looks like a papier-mâché puppet of Eddie. He so does. That's fucking Again, awesome. Again, made
1: for VHS. I'm sure if you look real close, you can see the strings of these arms just gyrating around, you, you know, know. You know what, though? It actually looked pretty fucking good and I'm
0: willing to give it a pass because they fucking built it and it's there. Whatever it looked like, it was at least there for them to react to. Mm-hmm. They lit it really well with that really creepy blue light and everything. It looked really fucking cool. Yeah. I mean, well, I want
1: to see the Hall brothers, Cleave and, and uh, K- uh, Kenneth, I think his name is, worked on these puppets and they worked on a lot of the great puppets of the 80s, early 90s. So,
0: yeah, it was. I think Kenneth J. Hall is the one that actually ended up building this one and actually ended up working the Puppet specifically for this movie i actually think it looks pretty fucking good they probably meant to make it look like eddie because it is an 80s film yeah mm-hmm. seriously i thought it was pretty fucking cool yeah it looked like a haunted house level of a thing that you would see come out of a wall at you or something but you know for the budget that they had and everything they built a fucking giant demon for christ's sake yeah what more do you want
1: still not as gnarly as the rock and roll nightmare demon oh that's just the worst i can't give that credit even though they built that <laughs> have you seen have you seen this matt rock no he
0: hasn't no, seen rock and roll I'm nightmare not. no i I'm well,
1: you, you, you literally see the sticks of them making the arms move in, in frame like he's fucking Kermit the Frog oh or something. Oh my god.
0: Okay? It's pretty bad. No. <laughs> the priest takes on the demon the crucifix catches on fire movie I already fucking love you you don't have to keep doing this for me. <laughs> the nerdy boys skedaddle and scream and run out and they try to but they're all locked in. Movie seriously I already love you. You, you don't have to try so hard The exorcism technique is to throw insults and herbs at the demon is what they're trying to do the herbs just make it fucking sneeze and the insults just piss it off because they keep calling it names and saying that it's ugly and everything now the priest says that these uh, demons are thick skinned and tough as nails I think what he meant to say was thin skinned because they use insults to piss it off and put it off guard yeah he, it, he, said
1: it, he, he said they were dumb the the, the 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 demon itself so
0: yeah but I think what they meant was they're thin skinned and dumb but they say thick skinned because if you're thin skinned little insults get to you and yes. that's what they're hurling at them and that's part of the exorcism technique so I think it's just you know they got that backwards is all I'm saying <laughs> then all of a sudden they realize one of the girls actually yells out something about how it's drawing its power from the crystal when none of the exorcism techniques work Melody actually yells out to Kevin that it's drawing its power from the crystal and if they destroy the crystal they will get rid of the demon so then they go into this weird thing all of a sudden to trap the succubus in limbo they use a football play that's not very nerdy that these three guys know football and that the one guy can do a stance and then do the football run right whatever doesn't matter Don't, don't care he grabs the fucking crystal ball runs into the back Backyard and tosses it into the grass to break it? You think he would toss it out in the front in the pavement? You think he would
1: spike it? Yeah, something.
0: Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. He throws it back there, it breaks, and it rotoscopes, and then it drags the demon back to Limbo where it came from or whatever. The girls are all back into their nerdy clothes, but they're all still wearing the makeup they were wearing earlier, and they all have these quote-unquote new bodies and look exactly like they did. That leads to an ultra-mega-happy ending and our final clip. Way to go,
8: dude! Do you feel any different? No, not at all.
0: I just can't remember anything
7: that happened. Me either. I got this funny taste in my mouth.
8: Me too. Oh, don't worry about that. It's all over now. And at least a couple of good things came out of it. Really? Like what?
5: We'll tell you later. Hey, wait, don't go. I have to. I'll send you my bill.
8: Why don't you
7: stick around? Yeah, there might be some pie left.
5: No, I really have to go. I have an appointment at dawn to a vampire staking in the valley. You don't want to be late for that. Or too early either. (laughs) (laughs) Go.
0: Bye. Uh, What do we
8: do now?
7: Well, I don't know if I mentioned it before, but does anybody like to play Twister? Twister?
0: Okay, and with that, the ultra-mega-happy ending happens. They go out and play Twister, and we then see some green smoke emanating where the crystal ball was broken, but they're all having a good old time, and we roll credits. (laughs) okay seriously this is a fun fucking movie I've got nothing bad to say about it at all other than the the times and the sexism and the misogyny that's going on but, the but whole it was th- the 80s man It's a different time yeah but if it was one of those things where the girls are not confident and maybe it was written a little bit differently where the guys weren't judgmental they liked the girls for who they were and then they transform into these like sexual dynamos that they are later in the that film that isn't the 80s court I get that I'm saying for now I would enjoy this yes. a little bit more Yeah. although all of the nudity them Playing with the food and doing all that other stuff, no problem with that at all. Bathtub, the bathtub was amazing. Bathtub, they could have spent a half hour of the movie just in that bathtub, and bathtub. I. Bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this movie was a shitload of fun, and I'm really glad I bought it just on a whim because I kind of remembered the title and I thought I saw it on USA, and I'm super happy that I saw the. It was a fun time.
2: Completely a fun under- movie. No, 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 no,
1: no, no. It holds the special place of my heart and uh, the the cockles of my heart, and maybe the subcockle area. I'm not sure. Maybe even the colon, but uh, it's it's a it's a good good time it's a good again with, with the world we're in now where there's so much pc stuff flying around it's good just to turn all that off and watch some titties for no reason making sound effects while they're well they're washing their titties in the bathtub and bathtub 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 because it's in a very important pivotal scene in this movie
0: <laughs> it's the entirety yeah. of the film that's probably <laughs> what they sold the movie on
1: yeah so why wouldn't you it's like the sizzle reel it's literally you know hot stuff man but no it's fun it, it really it's really one of films that solidifies my love for these three actresses and makes you want to watch everything they've ever done. You want to can start a film for these three ladies? I'd say turn this on.
0: Yeah, because it, once you turn it on, it'll turn you on. Indeed. Yes. <laughs> oh, my. I know people like to use the term PC to try and describe what's going on in the culture nowadays. I like to refer to it more as treating people with respect. I don't think you need to be politically correct. I think you just need to treat other people with respect. And if you can do that, you'll be fine, you know, but you can still sit back and watch a movie like this and just have a good old time. These ladies read the script. They knew they were going to be naked. There's no exploitation of them other than they took off their clothes for money and they got a lot of money in the 80s doing this type of work. I don't feel bad for watching it because if I don't watch it, then the people who made this movie don't get the money back for what they invested in it. So, you know, (laughs) yeah. <laughs> this isn't exactly that over-the-top. It's not even really softcore porn. It's just the perfect 80s cable nudity type of movie. Yeah, That's exactly what you great want. Right for up all night.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, it's... these guys, you know, and I'm going to use this term very, very loosely here, made their nut, if you will, ah. you know, by, uh, by by selling these VHSs to stores much, much cheaper than, like, Warner Brothers was, So to where, where theirs cost, like, $100 to a video store. And I think they were charging, like, $60 or less to the video store. Just to get the copies of the store. So and, and, and this really hit that niche VHS market. And uh, it, it hit me in all the right spots too. So much innuendo, guys. So much innuendo. <laughs> uh, uh, there you go.
0: It's totally innuendo. We've gone in- way overboard on this fucking movie like we always do when we got Gary on the line. We totally just fucking go after it. And this particular 75-minute movie we've talked for over two hours about. Yes. Before it gets edited down. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. So we're going to skip the news this week. The news is we like boobs. Yeah, like boobs. Boobs. Yeah. Boobs are good. Definitely. definitely. There's, there's the news. We're gonna take one last break here. We're gonna play a promo for Gary's podcast. We will have a little bit of music from the film and when we come back we will close out this fucking show. <laughs>
1: That like so you come to the right place. My name is Gary, and I'm your guide to Cinema Beef Podcast. Every episode, we not only deliver film reviews, we also dismantle some of your favorite and most hated films. Sometimes for the better, and sometimes for the worse. Hey, hey, hey,
3: hey! You shut your face! If we
1: want to hear you talk, I will shove my arm up your ass and work your
3: mouth like a puppy.
1: All right, calm down, calm down. Every show, I hope to have a new co-host, podcasters, listeners alike. That's right, I'm talking to you people. I take all comers. You're slapped. That's not very nice. The only rule is, well, let's ask the best cooler in the business. All you have to do is follow three simple rules. One,
5: never underestimate your opponent. Expect the unexpected. Two, take it outside. Never start anything inside the bar unless absolutely necessary. three, you
1: So join the insanity and please vent your frustrations. I'm available on the Talk Shoe, iTunes, and Stitcher Smart Radio. And remember, here at the Send the Beef Podcast, if you got beef, I've got the grinder. You love me for a night the guy
0: quickly in the skirts everybody (laughs) it's fucking cool man I really dig this song I would buy this if there was an actual full-fledged like digital release of it out there somewhere that I could get somewhere you can get it yeah but this is the best I could do is pulling it straight out of the film. Now, talking about the movie, I have one more question for you, Matt. Would you like to do more films like Nightmare M- Sisters in the future? You would? More, yes. Yeah? Definitely more. And All right. not
2: even just for the boobs. But that's a big but part the, of it. Part, but it was the, for the fun. <laughs> fun, mindless entertainment.
0: Yeah, and it's a perfect Valentine's Day film because nothing says love like Nightmare Sisters. Like succubuses. That's yeah, right. yeah. So thanks so much for picking this one out gary i hope Good you job, had fun gary. reviewing
1: it with us i had tons of fun guys trust me
0: <laughs> gary had more fun watching it than he did reviewing it yeah you always have fun when you hang out with us and we always have fun when you're on the show gary that's why you are the most guested on the show of any podcast damn gary. right
1: <laughs> well when i was initially reviewing this film with uh it was with bo and doug tilly not 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 related but uh <laughs> 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 but um, they they uh, hit a lot of the points you guys said about w- what was wrong with the film. But almost so sort me of feel ashamed that I like this film quite a bit. I was like, yeah, but, you know, I still kind of like it. You know, guys, it's a... It's part of my my upbringing, if you will. Well, it's one of those things where you
0: just kind of have to deal with the parts of the film that you don't like. Because there's a lot of comedies like that that Matt and I loved as kids. That it's exact same thing where you just have to learn to deal with this is what was wrong with the film. This is the parts that I don't like. And the parts that I do like are still part of my nostalgia. And I love them for that. And that's how it's got to go, man. And I will watch this film again and not just for the boobs. It's because it's 71 minutes of fucking fun. Pure and simple. And it was a blast. And it is a fun thing to watch on Valentine's Day. With the one you love. Wouldn't you say Matt?
2: That is true. <laughs> I believe that this is a movie that you just curl up with that someone special and enjoy. <laughs> with some candles.
0: Alright, Gary, before we do our show housekeeping and close out the show, would you like to give the folks the deets on where they can find your stuff?
1: Legionpodcast.com, best place to find it. Oh, uh, the back catalog all the way it has not been uploaded on there because I'm lazy as shit. I was thinking about putting them up there, not not like one, you know, one episode at a time, but like when I was an early podcaster, I, I didn't know how to edit properly all the way so I'm gonna remaster a couple like probably like the first 10 or so and maybe like put those up next and like other ones randomly and whatever they need some work done to them before I put on legion uh x is unfortunately leaving us for a, dur- a duration i don't know how long it's gonna be he's he's tired i'm in talks with a couple folks court included to, to to come on a show or two you know and uh duncan to come on a show or two and uh, another friend of mine who you haven't heard a podcast yet but i i can assure you, this female humanoid is great as well, as well as Jamie and Suzanne, so I might be the only swinging dick on that podcast for, for some shows, and, I, and I'm fine with that. You know, I'm used to women telling me what to do, so it's just it's like any red-blooded male, American male, to say, hey, you just uh, do what we tell you to do, and I, I'll say, okay, you know.
0: Usually, Matt pays double to have women tell him what to do. <laughs> I don't really, I just go home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's your thing. You, yeah. like, you like the ladies telling you what to do. <laughs> <laughs> that's Matt's kink, everybody. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> Well, That's I hope so you can. My. I hope you can find at least an interim replacement until you can actually get uh, X to come back on the show and things work out for that. If he decides oh. to come out of retirement, man, I hope you can get somebody permanent. But I'll fill in when I can, and I'm already volunteering Matt for it. He's got a setup at home; all he needs to do is watch the movies. So, yeah, fairness. He could do a I'm Cinema on, B for two for you.
1: That could. we have a long list, and I plan on you know, much like you, but actually, well, I'm gonna raise the curtain. I'm actually gonna put these in a randomizer. These 45 episodes or so, and you're not going to be able to pick what you want to watch because it's going to be very random. The shows just to just to whittle down that list to to get some of those knocked off that's been on there for a very very long time. So you can be doing something really random Matt, that you, you may enjoy or not enjoy. All right. And,
0: uh, yeah, he's going to be doing like our movie <laughs> stack Jenga. Only his is going to be more like a roulette wheel. <laughs> <laughs> you better always bet on black. Yeah.
2: It's like our Jenga. Only this is a gun, and it's Russian roulette, and all the chambers loaded.
1: Yes. to not <laughs> on the list, but you know, eventually, yeah, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get to some Wesley, I'm sure, acting crazy in an action film. Um, yeah, that's on Legion, legionpodcast.com. Uh, all the episodes of 2G Venom Commentaries are on Legion as well. We're getting back on track with that again. Putting out new new content for you guys to listen to. Courts uh, course, we'll see a couple this week, apparently without the film and I don't know how good a time that was, but... Uh, well, considering
0: yeah. you guys don't really talk much about the actual film, Film, and when you do, it's like a highlight reel where you're like, okay, this part's really fucking cool. And then it lets me know if it's a film I've never seen before, if I want to check it out without actually fully spoiling it. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I listen to commentary shows without watching it with the movie usually.
1: Oh, but yeah, I'm on NFW occasionally. They do put the video with their commentaries. So if you go to horophilia.com, uh, uh, nudie puts the video w- with the commentaries because they don't care about copyright laws at horophilia. This is the only reason why we don't have video with ours anymore is because Bo was a little concerned, but I think I'm going to mix some public domain stuff in there to, to where we can put the video with the commentary. And that could be, uh, that could be beachy beneficial to both of us to watch some public domain stuff and make fun of it for a while. And uh yeah, that's about it, really. Yeah,
0: That's something that we actually toyed around with too, was uh, watching uh, or doing commentaries for public domain films and putting up the full video as well. I've kind of reached out and see if that was something that we could do, because you can do that on YouTube too and have it there for people to watch. So it's just so much goddamn work for me and that's that's Why we haven't done
1: it yet. Because <laughs> I do understandable. Uh, understandable.
0: And as everyone knows, because they're probably listening to us from the exact same feed, we're also available on legionpodcast.com forward slash cinema dash psyops. We are also proud members of the Legion Podcast Network. You can find us on Facebook and our Facebook group, Cinema Psyops, where all sorts of alternative photography, including one where Darren just recently put a photoshopping of Matt's plank face on the fat guy that rides on the conveyor belt that in wall like,
2: That looked like a comfortable life <laughs> that that guy had.
0: That's like your dream life, huh?
2: Yeah. <laughs> he is right. One person's dystopia is one person's utopia. Is
0: Matt Psyops Utopia. Yeah. <laughs> you can find me on Facebook. I'm Cord Psyops. You can find Matt on Facebook or just hanging around the outside of your house hoping that you have food. You guys got food? <laughs> <laughs> you, gonna, you gonna finish that? <laughs> if you found the plank that says brutal, it's because you should be grateful he doesn't show his his face and that is the correct man it's true if you found a handsome viking you found me uh, uh, that's what somebody said so uh, i'm gonna run with that i'm gonna push that handsome part a little bit further yeah. but it's all
1: right yeah <laughs> my mom says i'm handsome god damn
2: it
0: you know matt's mom says i'm handsome my mom doesn't even know who you are. <laughs> That's the beauty of her Alzheimer's. Yeah. Oh. You can email feedback what? to court. Is that S-
2: memory loss disease? Yes. Why are you bringing that up?
0: <laughs> I don't know. You can Very email cute. feedback to court. psyopscourt S- at gmail.com. Tell him to get off of Matt's mom. Aww. I'm just going to leave it out there like That's that. She
1: said. Hey, as, as I say, you're to get this social security check somehow. All I'm saying. <laughs> you,
0: know. you can email feedback to mattpsyopmad Matt at gmail.com. Tell him to do some squat thrusts and to get on the goddamn conveyor belt next time. No, yeah, it doesn't sound fun to me. You can tweet a couple of tweets to a couple of twats of all of the Nightmare sisters in a bathtub, please. Ooh, yeah. Or that's various good. other shots of them. We'll that's, take Michelle Bauer. That's fine. We'll take Brink Stevens. It's fine. We'll take Linnea Quigley if you got it. Mm-hmm. We'll take your mother's fucking dentures. They got gold in them. (laughs) I'm at court underscore psyop. We got to fund this operation. Exactly. Matt is at psyop. Matt, Gary, thank you so much for joining us once again. This was such a blast to do our Valentine's Day episode with you, buddy.
1: Oh, thank you for having me, man. I always uh, always appreciate a a good show. I don't have to edit. It's good stuff.
0: (laughs) And everybody, thank you so much for downloading and listening to this filthy fucking podcast. Kick the fuck out of this week and Valentine's Day and make it your bitch.
7: The way your shorts are tight The way you never reach every height It's Santa Monica Boulevard board. Hanging out with the board of a joy Santa Monica Boulevard board. Acting much more than boys. You never know what
0: I found a trailer. That was something that the fan cut together. That wasn't a real trailer. I
2: was going to tell there was some nudity in that trailer. I was like, that's a weird fucking trailer. And as
0: much as I like to watch the nudity in cut together form, not an actual trailer. Okay. What if our dicks
2: deliver flowers? Is that better? I've delivered flowers to my dick. (laughs) Thanks for for being there. (laughs) Or or condolences.
0: Thanks for always making me feel good,
1: pal. (laughs) Penis, you are truly the city of lost children. <laughs> Seriously. Has
2: there ever been apologies? <laughs> apology flowers? <laughs> sorry. <laughs>
1: no,
0: it's always sorry, not
1: sorry. <laughs> no, you said those to your mother. Sorry about the sheets, mom, again and again and again.
2: <laughs> sorry about all those
0: tube socks. <laughs> yeah, you just burn them when nobody's looking. <laughs>
1: Dead Ate the Living, that's an underrated zombie film if you guys haven't seen it, trust me.
0: That was the first DVD I ever bought. <laughs> okay. I bought a DVD player. It was like a surround sound unit all in one. I got it for like 400 bucks. I had just enough money left over and I was like, hey, full moon movie. Perfect. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Band appreciates your contribution. Yeah, his gambling debts allegedly. Oh, well, he's a hell of a nice guy though. <laughs>
1: Yeah, because he wants
0: your money for his alleged gambling debts. Well,
1: He, he talked to us for free, so that was amazing. So <laughs>
0: No, Band is the guy that loves his fans, definitely, but apparently he also has some money troubles from one of her rumor-wise. I'm so, just I
2: saying. I don't know any of these people, man. Yeah. You're looking, at, you're looking at me like you want me
0: to agree with you. I don't know any of these fucking people. That's never well, stopped well, you from commenting or causing rumors before. <laughs>
2: well, that's true, but I don't know. You're already kind of, you know, alleged. Okay, fine. The guys fucking gambling. I don't know. What allegedly. Are, allegedly. 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 <laughs> He's fucking on the horses and shit I don't know what's <laughs> going on
0: And all of that shit where I'm talking trash about fucking Charles Band And now I'm lost <laughs> <laughs> Okay guys we're just gonna take the whole show from the top
2: Alright Alright <laughs> <laughs> about goddamn time. So I'm gonna play that racist Indian accent clip all oh, over again. No, 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 no. no that's no, the top. No. no, no, no. We can start right after that. <laughs> Let's go back into why short-circuit's <laughs> racist. So, anyway.
0: There's been some shady practices going on in Full Moon, like, uh, with Taurus Trap, the movie, the way that that's been getting released to Blu-ray, and...
2: I don't know what this is. I, I, I Yeah.
0: Are you talking to Gary right now,
1: I'm, just I'm, looking
2: at
0: me? I'm talking to the fans that know. The
2: Void? You, he just you're telling
1: you, the should the be watch, you should be watching this movie, because it has Chuck Connors in it. So just go for
0: it. Taurus Trap is excellent, and it needs a completely restored version of the film that is full cut, not the recent Blu-ray that we got. So stick with your DVDs if you got them, kids. That's all I'm saying. There you go. It's stuff like that, Gary, that makes me kind of skeptical and a little bit leery of Charles Band, but I'm sure that he was nothing more than a gentleman to you, because I've heard nothing but good stories about fans that have talked to him, You know that they've met him and that he's treated them rather well. So there's that, too. Hello, Breast, my old friend. It's nice to see you once again. (laughs) I should totally do that to the sound of silence and
2: rewrite lyrics about boobs. We already had nerds out there. Naturally. Gary, you all right, man? I thought you just I'm collapsed okay. and died. We just
1: heard I'm all okay. of that. <laughs> I'm sorry.
2: You, you okay? I'm fine. All right.
1: <laughs> I'll, I'll cut
0: around that. That's fine.
2: <laughs> Don't. We'd be like, Gary's dead.
0: <laughs> dead Gary's on the show. dead. No, I'm going to put it in the outtakes, dick. <laughs> now stop talking so we can get back into all it. All right. All
2: right. Tell me more about this. Uh, you know, tell me more about how they're were, they were. I can't fucking say it without creeping myself off. Just, just, <laughs> get, just go on. God damn it. I creep myself out with that did one. You say,
1: did you say creeper? yourself off or creep yourself out <laughs> both
0: <laughs> okay gotcha what he refers to creeping himself off what he means is masturbating while he feels terrible about it yeah Oof. yeah i'm using tears you can't um, regulate your humor to be creepy at the same time uh it, i just
2: no, i creeped myself out like just i was gonna say i was gonna do a deep voice and go tell me more about this experimenting and for some reason like in the middle of it it really creeped my, i creeped myself out like a little too well
0: so tell me more about mm. how these girls are gonna experiment with each other <laughs> Oh
2: god, see, I mean,
0: just tell me it. more about that.
2: Yeah, well, I don't know. You tell me more about it. Details about the humor,
6: and they're <clears throat> playing around, huh? Mm. Having fun yeah. together.
2: Oh, god, they're gonna probably go into a room. They, they do. Me. Let me get there. <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so many fucking outtakes. Oh,
2: oh, oh the this show! This is, I knew this would be a bad one too. Yeah, I that's it's gonna it be off the in rails. In the middle yeah. of the movie of watching, it, I went, "Oh, this is gonna be fucking bad." If you were a sheep, would you fuck another sheep? <laughs> hey, this motherfucker ain't one of us. He said fucking fuck sheep.
0: <laughs> All right, we're never gonna get this done. We gotta stop fucking <laughs> off. I'm in mean it because I love animals then the food play in the kitchen continues much to Matt's chagrin apparently because he's fucking tightwad about that <laughs> i just don't like food play i'm sorry <laughs>
2: fucking
1: prude. Have, Come you, on up, have
0: you tried it, Matt? No, no, I just can't. I just can't. <laughs> it's just, you're a fat man that's not into food play. There's I, something wrong with you.
2: Because it's the, the, the food's meant for me to be eaten, not for me to use. As, you know,
0: Coincidentally, I'm not into it either. I'm okay. just fucking with you. <laughs> Boy, goddamn, court! you're really fighting for the food play, man. It's fun to watch, but I, I sure as hell don't want to clean it up. If
2: you're into it, th- th- that's a fine. I'm not judging anybody for yeah. being into it. I'm just saying I'm not.
0: And if you into it, lay down the tarp because, goddamn, yeah, yeah, that stuff—that's hard to clean up, guys. Especially if and
2: you use like cherry pie, that'll stain your carpet and your mattress. I mean, everything. Your skin. Oh, whatever. Whatever you got going on.
1: <laughs> swing it indeed. Swing it. You know.
2: <laughs>
0: swing it in the front porch. Swing it in the lawn. <laughs>
2: Definitely. Now he wants to marry you, movie.
0: Right. <laughs> I don't want to marry it. I'm just really glad I bought it. You just want to be engaged can, to it for I can literally watch it anytime I want, Matt. In <laughs> HD. Yeah? It's glorious. Mm-hmm. In 4K upscaled. It's amazing. Do I, do I know what your plans are tonight after the show? I'm going to cuddle with my wife, whom I love very much. Hmm. Probably watch a show of her choosing until she falls asleep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm
2: going <gonna stay laughs> <downstairs laughs> to sneak and watch this movie. <laughs>
0: No, no, that, that no, won't happen. No, 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 no.
2: Why are you winking at me right now? Shut up, dude! <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't hear the wink. I'm sorry.
0: That no, I'm not gonna do no, that.
2: No, no, no. What, what you're winking again? Are you gonna dude, twitch? Stop. I'm Sorry! No, are, are you gonna you, watch the
0: movie? No, you've ruined it. It's no, over. Like no, Gary talked.
2: I
1: can't hear the squeaking sound effects. Gonna, come on. Come on, man you know.
0: <laughs> Why do you keep nodding at me That
2: that's what you're going to do when Shut you stop saying you're not? I'm sorry.
1: Wait, something important happens before this. What did I miss? The banana. You missed the banana part. That's know. not yet. That's not yet. Oh, okay. Believe me, Gary, I did not miss that. <laughs> oh, my! I, I, I had to like you know transition here. I'm, I'm, I apologize. Absolutely. Continue. Not,
0: absolutely not a problem. All right, so they cut. Gary, from Gary, the- get your pants up and pay attention to the show. Or leave them down, but still pay attention. <laughs> They also don't believe in the G spot or that there is a clitoris.
2: They probably—they're the same assholes
0: who say the female orgasm is a myth. Wait, that's not. Oh god. <laughs> oh, I know it isn't. <laughs> Ask your mom. Oh. No, and she's the one that taught me how. Oh. <laughs> this
1: is Delvecchio. What are you doing over there? <laughs>
0: Perfectly timed, thank you so much. Well done. Got us out of that hole. Yeah. Literally. Speaking of holes I can't get out of. Matt's mom. (laughs) What a player of this show. (laughs) Hello, Miss Psyop. I bet you miss me.
2: Uh, She'd be like, who?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Don't remember that, fella. and sick sex is perverted and sick sex is perverted and sick wait boobies